0: What's up?
1: <laughs> well, you had a you went biking today.
0: Yeah, I went biking today. So I'm. Um, uh, I just rode to my uncle's house because uh, I need to get my gear shifter fixed. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we go to this person's house, and uh, he's working on my bike. And his wife comes out, and she's a medium. A medium. Yeah, she said that I had a ghost behind me.
1: What? <laughs> yeah. Well, now do you believe in that stuff, or
0: I don't know if I believe in it or not. Well, did you believe there
1: was a ghost behind you? or?
0: I mean, everyone, everyone else was convinced. I was kind of like...
1: Even your granddad was?
0: I mean, my uncle, yeah. Oh, your uncle? Mm-hmm. So I don't know what happened. <laughs> she said it was a, a dark-skinned man with a white uh, dress shirt and dark dress pants really? with his arms folded behind me. Yikes. He said he was he was a humorous, well-looking guy.
1: Well, you know, there's those people that have—I um, forget what it's called—but they had they could see like a colored aura mm-hmm. around people, and so like they might look at you and say you have a green aura mm-hmm. or a purple one. That that seems strange to me. It you does. Know? I don't know how wow. mumbo jumbo that is.
0: Mm-hmm. I know back in the day, I had my aura read by a... not a person, as like by a machine in a mall or something.
1: Oh, it wasn't like. Um, what is the movie with Tom Hanks? I oh, yeah, like the Zoltar? Like... Yeah. <laughs> I've
0: actually gone to the Zoltar twice.
1: <laughs> Where's it at?
0: There's one. There's two of them in Vegas. One on the Strip and one in the Area 51 or 15 or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I went Area 51.
1: Yeah, Area 51, <laughs> like you've been there. Yeah. You were there when they did the whole meme. <laughs> no. Oh, we're we're all going to storm Area 51.
0: <laughs> I was against
1: it. You were against <laughs> it. Why?
0: Because people could have got killed. And? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess it's on them, but...
1: Like, if they choose to do so and they get killed, it's kind of... I mean, they know what's going to happen if they cross. Yeah. You know? (laughs) It's kind of like that one guy. I saw it today because Queen Elizabeth had just recently passed. Mm -hmm. And he... uh, I guess he walked up... Because it doesn't show the whole video of what happened. But I guess he went to go touch her casket. Mm -hmm. And he's not one of the people who's relegated to do so he was just one of the people uh because they have it where you can go see the casket and everything right Mm -hmm. and i guess he went to go and touch it and he just gets tackled by police (laughs) straight down Jeez, yeah they don't i guess they don't play around with that kind of stuff
0: (laughs) what is he gonna do to a dead body
1: (laughs) well i mean there's a lot of stuff you could do to a dead body. <laughs> yeah. But you know, she's royalty, majesty, and all that kind of junk. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it Because you got some people that are like, oh no, the queen has died. Everything is coming to an end. <laughs> and then you have other people like, fucking finally. Did you hear that about that thing
0: the other day? Uh, some rich guy said he's going to be the first man to live forever.
1: No, I did not hear
0: that. <laughs> Who is he? I don't. I think he's like a the co-founder of a uh, paypal or something
1: paypal let's see let's see let's google it <laughs> it could be wrong though i don't know <laughs> well if i uh got his name you would know it maybe peter thiel maybe <laughs> max Levchin, ken Howery, luke nosek and you pan i think it's probably the first guy <laughs> peter thiel that sounds most like it i think okay uh
0: Man says it's going to live forever.
1: Founder Peter Thiel, PayPal co-founder Peter Thiel, meanwhile, had pledged to fight death. And last year it was reported Amazon chairman Jeff Bezos had invested in Altos Labs, a company that plans to rejuvenate cells in order to reverse disease. That's that's probably it. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I got Peter Thiel. That was the guy.
0: Mm-hmm. That's pretty know. crazy.
1: I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I think death is supposed to be a natural process of life and it's something that we all have to go through in order to live a fulfilling life like if you never die what's the point of living Mm -hmm. you know yeah and i know it sounds strange because no one inherently wants to die but you know you you come here to be creative do all the crazy things that you can do on planet earth and then when it's your time to go it's your time to go because it's the next generation's turn to do whatever crazy stuff they're gonna do you know Mm -hmm. what i
0: mean yeah i think it's also like the, the samurai thing like, death gives life purpose or something?
1: Yeah, yeah. Do you think uh, you get reincarnated, though? I want to, but I'm not too sure about it. Because, you know, like, you have some people that say, oh, well, I'm gonna get reincarnated into a dog or something like that. hmm And I don't know, you know, if it works like if you get reincarnated back into a human, an animal, maybe, like, a tree You know, and you just don't know about it or something. Because Mm -hmm. as far as we know, they're not sentient. But I I, want to believe in it. Yeah. In a way. Because it's like, after death, what is after this? You know, are we just here to create, be human? And then that's it? For the rest of eternity? (laughs) Or do I eventually come back? I'm not saying, you know, like, right as soon as I die, my soul or whatever gets transported into another human that's just being born Mm -hmm. but you know maybe it's thousands of years from now because who knows maybe i'm reincarnated from some dude back in like 1500
0: yeah you know (laughs) you know i was thinking about that recently though about a reincarnation right Mm -hmm. so is what the so (laughs) what makes a person a person right so if you come back as somebody you're not going to come back as yourself you're going to come back as something else
1: or i guess yeah but in what way like you think that you just come back as another human or another life form
0: but like i think like so reincarnation like i think it could happen but you have to forget who you are or something or because like your upbringing and the things that make you you Mm -hmm. that's not going to be in the other person's life or they might but
1: But isn't, like, your soul what makes you you, and then everything around you just forms you into a human, I guess? Like, you have your soul, Mm -hmm. and then you have your, I guess, earthliness, and the things around you on Earth is what shapes you into a human, but your soul is something that you just are, that nothing else can change.
0: I guess it could be that. I I wasn't 100% sure, but... I guess, like, when I think about me, I think about, like, my life and all the things I've done and all the things I haven't done. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So it means, like, if I came back, all those things would have have gone away, so I'd be someone else because uh, I wouldn't have done the same things.
1: Well, one guy I used to talk to, he used to tell me, like, uh, he believes that you're supposed to be at the end of your life when it comes to, like, you're on your deathbed or, you know, wherever you are during death you're supposed to be happy with uh, who you are because if you're not, you're going to be reincarnated back on Earth. And then you have to keep redoing this until you learn your lesson, mm-hmm. whatever that lesson is. And then once you learn it, whoever you are in that point in time, you ascend to like a higher power. Not necessarily like you're still human, but your soul.
0: Yeah, like Nirvana or something. Yeah,
1: it goes to a different plane. You get to, I guess, live the rest of eternity as you were right then and there. Hmm.
0: Do you think you've learned that lesson?
1: <laughs> See, I don't know because I'm constantly learning lessons every day, mm-hmm. you know? And so like if the, if there is like an end lesson, end goal to all of this, I still don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't And know I, I may never know even on my deathbed, mm-hmm. you know? Learning all these little things, and then it like all those little things can domino into learning one big thing you know mm-hmm. but once it's learned and i'm still alive living here is that the lesson i needed to learn yeah or is what the lesson i'm going to learn that i need to learn gonna be near around my death i don't know because what if what if like the lesson of life is you just have to deal with death <laughs> well, that's why <laughs> i don't know <laughs>
0: i guess they say mushrooms over <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, that's what a lot of people say like uh drugs like lsd mushrooms you have at least at least like an ego death but Mm. i've heard a lot of people say that lsd they believe that's what death is and then you're just reborn again Hmm. but what if you're like reborn so like what if i existed during like roman times Exactly as I look, exactly my personality and everything, just not with technology and everything. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like the same person back then and I just keep getting plopped into different timelines. Yeah.
0: It could happen. (laughs) It seems unlikely though.
1: Well, like sometimes like with like when me and you met, Mm -hmm. I think it was, I know it was in high school. I want to say I was a sophomore or a freshman. I don't really remember.
0: Yeah, I think you're probably a freshman. I think in junior year, I think I met you.
1: Yeah, I think so. Something like that. Mm -hmm. But it is like meant to happen. You're meant to meet all the people you're going to meet in your life for some reason, Hmm. one way or another. You know, like me and you, we've had a friendship now for 10 years. Just about. Something like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then some people that I was like real good friends with in high school, I have no idea where they are, what's happening to them. Yeah, life is just weird. Do
0: <laughs> <laughs> You think it all makes sense at the end?
1: I think it makes sense now in the point that if you understand that life is never supposed to make sense. Mm. You know? Because like, you know, if something happens to you and you're like, that doesn't even... My brain can't even mm-hmm. comprehend it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And as, I think as long as you stick with that mindset with everything... It all just falls into place. Even though you, as a human, can't comprehend it, understand it, or anything, mm-hmm. it's just how the world works, and you have to just go with the flow. Because <laughs> I feel like if you go against the grain of whatever the world throws at you, it is when people start living bad lives. You know? Mm-hmm. And if you overthink things too much, that's when you make bad decisions and everything. Because eventually you're just tired of overthinking and you go, that decision, whatever. Mm-hmm. You go with the flow of life. I think life gives back. It's like a give and take wave of the ocean. When the wave crashes on the beach, it takes some sand with it. Yeah. You know, but it brings some life with it, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> you know, I've tried doing the whole
0: Taoist thing, just going with the flow. But it always feels like I'm going against it when I go with it.
1: <laughs> in what way?
0: I don't know, like, I'll just be relaxed or whatever, and then aggression comes towards me. <laughs> like, from where? Just like the world in general.
1: <laughs> what do you think that has to do with maybe, like, maybe it happened once, right? Mm-hmm. And you didn't realize why it was happening, and then when you tried it again. It happened again but because that time you were thinking oh it might happen this time so i have to be on guard for it mm-hmm. and so the world threw it at you as like a challenge mm-hmm. to see if like you're gonna i don't know crawl up or defend against it that's how i sometimes think the world is like it throws little challenges at you to see how you're gonna react mm-hmm. and depending on how you react is how the next challenge goes and that one after that
0: yeah that makes sense what was i thinking <laughs> <laughs> do you think like a so if like say the world throws a whole bunch of challenges at you should you just take them or uh <laughs> <laughs> just like you know tense
1: well, up well it always depends on what the challenge is you know it could be something as simple as like learning to drive a car that mm-hmm. could be the challenge and debacle you're in right now and you know depending on who you have around you and everything can totally change how that whole thing is handled if you got someone yelling at you while you're trying to learn how to drive chances are you're not going to learn how to drive very well yeah but if you have someone who's nice calm even when you mess up they're calm and they just say calm down breathe try it again chances are you're going to learn how to drive pretty well Mm -hmm. so it depends on a whole bunch of factors what the challenge is is somebody there to help you with the challenge can they even help you with the challenge because you could have everyone in the world trying to help you with a challenge but if it's something only based within yourself Mm -hmm. no one can really help you with that at the end of the day you know you can go to therapy and all that kind of stuff and talk it through with someone Mm -hmm. at the end of the day you're the only one that can really deal with it (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) do you think there's a a way to make yourself the best person besides immortality (laughs) I don't, I don't think immortality will make you, I think it will make you a worse off person. I I truly believe it. I agree. I think to make yourself the best person is whenever a challenge is presented to you, you face it head on, you know, and I don't mean you just jump into it willy nilly. You come up with a plan and you try and go through it as best as you can. And if it doesn't work at first, you stop, leave it be if you can. And then go at it again. So like... I've been having trouble building this stupid cabinet that I got from Amazon, right? Yeah. It has like 10 million pieces. Right? And so you have a piece that you have to stand it up and three shelves get put in on one side and two get put on the other, right? Mm -hmm. But they don't want to stay in when you flip it on its side so you can do all that. It all falls apart, right? Yeah. So every time I try and put it together... I get frustrated and it keeps getting quicker and quicker and quicker because I'm just over the whole thing. So I leave, I come back, I try and fix it. It doesn't work. So today I got a refund for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I swear. I swear. It has like 10 million pieces. It is insane. And the screws don't fit right. They, The screws literally just fall out. Jeez. What did it look like? Was it just like a normal dresser? No, it's supposed to be like a little uh, kitchen thing. Mm -hmm. So it's got that like faux wood uh, wallpaper Mm -hmm. all over it, you know? Yeah. And so on top of it is just like a shelf that you can put things on. And we were going to put like uh, the blender and stuff on it. And then in the middle, it has a slot for the microwave. So that way that takes that off something else. And then it has... uh, Side door and bottom doors for, like, dishes and stuff, you mm-hmm. know, glasses and everything. Just to, you know, make our kitchen a little more cleaner. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of Amazon, right? Yeah. I don't know if it's true. I can Google it real quick. Mm-hmm. But I believe Amazon acquired um the Roomba, the little self-vacuuming oh. things. Yeah. And so people are saying it's one of the worst things to ever happen. <laughs> because now they can map out your home <laughs> oh geez and i guess they could put just like a little tracker or a camera or something on it and they can just watch you and all that kind of like i know they're already doing it with alexa mm-hmm. and all that they're listening at least and the same thing with our phones and all that they're listening mm-hmm. but that's just like an even crazier invasion of privacy. Yeah. Like, why do you need to know the floor plans to my house? (laughs) Right. (laughs) So this is, this is my, uh, theory on it. Right. Mm -hmm. So because of like cryptocurrency, NFTs and everything, people are trying to get the next, get on in the next big thing in the digital space of buying things. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm sure you've heard of it. You can like sell the online rights to your house when you sell your house. (laughs) <laughs> the online rights to your house okay okay so you know like uh what's his name mark zuckerberg mm-hmm. his uh metaverse and everything uh-huh. apparently you're supposed to be able to buy property in the metaverse right so if you can't own a house in the real world you can own one online using <laughs> real world money <laughs> that's stupid so like the house that uh th- this house right that we're in right now mm-hmm. if i wanted to sell it i could also sell along the r- digital online rights to the house so the person owns it in real life and in the metaverse and so i think they need the on the plans of the home so when they go to digitize it it'll just be easy they can say the wall's here 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 here's the kitchen here's the living room here's this and that, that that's my theory <laughs> that's creepy it is creepy. It is very creepy. So you
0: can own your house, but someone can own, like, the digital phantom of your
1: house. Yeah, so, like, I'm not sure how extensive it is because, you know, I don't care about that kind of stuff. <laughs> so I think it's stupid anyway. Yeah. But I'm not sure if we technically own mm-hmm. the rights to the our online house, I guess. <laughs> or if, like, the bank does or maybe somebody else has already bought it and I don't know about it yet. Who would buy online rights to a house? (laughs) People who don't like the real world. (laughs) Like, (laughs) think about it. If you legitimately hate your life, Mm -hmm. and you could have a better life online in a matrix-like world called the metaverse. (laughs) yeah. Well, you got to exist in the real world, though. Well, it depends on how they do it, right? Because right now, the metaverse, as far as I know, is taking real money. So you have to use, like, your credit card, bank account, whatever, to pay for stuff inside of it, right? hmm Maybe eventually, you know, you'll be working a job inside the metaverse as a barista in the metaverse Starbucks <laughs> giving coffee to somebody else.
0: <laughs> a virtual coffee?
1: Yeah, a virtual <laughs> coffee. Well, we don't know how extensive it's going to get. You know, for all we know, you may be serving them a virtual coffee, and that person you're serving to is, you know, maybe you're in California and they're in Florida, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you're serving them a virtual coffee and it just looks like you're serving them. But on the other end, their computer or their Oculus is hooked up to their coffee machine that actually makes them coffee. <laughs> and they just want some kind of interaction. We don't, you know, it could be crazy how far this shit will go. Mm-hmm. Do you think it'll ever get to the point where it's actually like the Matrix? I hope not.
0: Yeah, I hope not either. I think
1: that'd be horrible for society. <laughs> yeah. Because like, look now, the phones and everything, especially kids nowadays Mm -hmm. with their phones and everything, they'll be sitting in the same room texting each other and not even looking each other in the eyes and talking and everything. Mm -hmm. So I think it's one of the worst things that could happen is anything close to the Matrix. Mm -hmm. Hopefully the metaverse just sucks so much (laughs) that Mark Zuckerberg will give up on it and move on and go back to Facebook. Yeah. And listening to me and you know giving me ads of things i talk about and everything mm-hmm.
0: so here's one thing i was thinking about so like uh you know how society kind of like progressing towards like uh, i don't know, like what's the word for it? like uh you know what you're sitting in one spot all the time
1: stagnation
0: yeah like stagnation mm-hmm. but uh i think maybe people were supposed to live like uh like the cavemen did like in a like nomadic
1: oh yeah yeah i totally agree with you like me living in this house sure it's nice but i feel like you know you miss out on a lot by not constantly
0: taking in new stuff
1: yeah and i guess you do via the internet Mm -hmm. but it's not the same as like standing there being there Mm -hmm. you know like you can look up pictures of like the stratosphere in las vegas Yeah, but once you see it. It's different when you're standing on it, Mm -hmm. looking down and everything.
0: Yeah. That's like when I took that trip to Oregon. It's like I looked up pictures, Mm -hmm. but when you actually go there and you see it, it's
1: totally different. (laughs) Yeah, it's eye-opening. It's It's real. (laughs) Like our, you know, stupid monkey brains Mm want to see actual new stuff Mm -hmm. all the time. Because, like, with the stagnation thing, right? Mm Mm-hmm if you're not at least being creative and stuff like that you're you're going to stagnate right because most people do not travel the world you know there's a very minute few people who get the chance to do that yeah super rich people or youtubers yeah <laughs> <laughs> but they get to do it and normal people like me and you we're stuck in a desert the worst <laughs> where we get well i love the desert <laughs> I don't think I want to move outside of the desert, to be honest with you. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, what kind of bad weather we get? We get monsoon, you know, which can be bad. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it hasn't been bad for, like, the past few years. Mm-hmm. We get the very rare earthquake. Like, if we do get it, you barely even feel it. Yeah. Uh, we get windstorms. They happen rarely, too. Mm-hmm. What else do we get? Nine months of summer. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know about that fall and spring they do feel not as hot as summer (laughs) yeah i don't know but like for for me right we don't have to worry about tsunamis or tornadoes or Mm -hmm. you know crazy weather blizzards we don't have to worry about blizzards Mm -hmm. you like every bit of the united states they can keep it (laughs) you do not bring it here I will stay in the desert and be happy. (laughs) And hot. And hot. Yes. Very, very hot. Because what we had... It was either last week or the week before, we hit like 115. Yeah, for like the whole week. Yeah. And apparently next year it's supposed to get worse. Mm Mm-hmm. I think they hit a new record in... Death Valley? Death Valley. I know the old one
0: was like 134
1: or something. Here, let's see real quick. Uh, Record in Death Valley. So... Oregon would be the place for you then. Yeah, somewhere. Somewhere north. California's Death Valley records temperature 127 degrees Fahrenheit during heat wave on Thursday, September 1st, 2022. Oh, 24? 27. 27. 127. I don't know where I heard the
0: 134
1: thing. Maybe your brain just was like, yeah, just say 134. (laughs) Yeah. That sounds right. (laughs) Yeah, it's all the same. (laughs) It's hot. Who cares? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's the, the boiling point of water? <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Why, are you afraid the earth is going to start boiling soon? <laughs> boiling people, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would happen, huh? hmm
0: At least 70% of us.
1: That would be a scary thought. 212 degrees Fahrenheit.
0: So we're only... 780 degrees
1: off pretty much <laughs> <laughs> so that's, a, that's What do you think the earth will ever get that hot possibly you really think so i think so what i think will happen is like if we so if we keep going in the direction we're going so like you know how we've been having like strange phenomenon in weather mm-hmm. like down in texas how they had that huge uh, once in a hundred year storm and everything mm-hmm if that doesn't keep happening, we just keep going in the direction of the earth is getting hotter and hotter and hotter every single year. Yeah. I believe humans will eventually be living underground. Yeah, I can see that. And I'm not surprised that there isn't like some billionaire or something already trying to, you know, corner that market (laughs) of, Hey, here's an underground home for $500 million. So I was
0: actually watching a doomsday preppers one time with with my brother. Mm -hmm. And, uh, There's a guy who has an underground RV park.
1: I saw one of the Doomsday Prepper ones, and he had a... It was underground school buses Mm -hmm. that he had done. But I believe he was in Canada, and after he did the show, the Canadian government tore down everything he built. (laughs) Jeez. With his own money and everything. Wow. That sucks. Yeah. Like, uh, there's a couple on YouTube... They're building uh, earth back houses and everything. Mm-hmm. And they have an underground portion and an above ground portion. And the above ground portion, and they're in the middle of the Arizona desert, mm-hmm. right? And I'm middle. I think the nearest town's like two, three hours away, oh, something wow. like that. So for them, the overground portion, I think, stays at like 75 degrees, which isn't bad. Mm-hmm. And then the underground portion, which is their bedroom, it stays at like 68 degrees year round. That's nice. Like, that's why i'm surprised like jeff bezos or mark zuckerberg or any name of, any other rich person isn't trying to corner that market of underground homes because everyone you know at least our generation i feel like is worried about rising temperature levels and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure they'll, they'll get on that market soon it's not like we could afford it anyway we'd probably <laughs> just be renting from them yeah Which would suck. You know, you you, you finally get to the precipice of where you can buy a house, and now it's too hot to live on the surface of the earth, (laughs) so you have to rent underground. (laughs) You still own the above-ground portion, but you're going to boil if you stay up there. (laughs) Have you heard about the tunnels underneath the United States? You were telling me about that the other day. Mm -hmm. I haven't personally seen anything about it.
0: I've only seen the crazy YouTube videos.
1: (laughs) So are they all connected? I don't know. Or... <clears throat>
0: <laughs> I think like some of them are connected, but I think it's just like by state or something. I don't
1: know. Wouldn't that be crazy if you could walk all the way from like Maine to California? <laughs> that would be awesome. Just taking one pipeline all the way through <laughs> underground, no sunlight for for how long it would take? How I wonder how long you a human can stay in like pure darkness, or at least I guess without sunlight. Like how long they can go without sunlight before they die? Mm, I don't know. You know?
0: Mm-hmm. Probably not too long. If you had to take a guess. I'd guess maybe,
1: like, if they have flashlights and stuff, maybe a year. Like, I, I would assume, like, you know, if they're underground, they have flashlights, lanterns, campfires, all that kind of stuff. There's just no, like...
0: Natural light.
1: Because I don't know, does UV penetrate below Earth's surface? I don't think so. Because if, if, if it doesn't, then you're getting zero UV rays. Mm-hmm. Let's see how long... Can a human... Maybe they're smart, though, and they bring, like, uh, heat lamps and artificial UV. But isn't artificial UV still bad for you? Like, it's just, like, it's good for you, but not as good as the natural UV rays that we get from the sun? Mm Mm-hmm. That'd be weird, though. How long can a human live in... No, that's outer space. I don't even know (laughs) outer space. (laughs) That's pitch dark up there. (laughs) I guess no one has ever answered this question.
2: Hmm.
0: Maybe I should just put sunlight. Oh, since we're talking about the underground, have you ever heard of Agartha? Agartha? Yeah.
1: No, I have not.
0: (laughs) So there's this uh, conspiracy or something like that about the hollow earth. And there's like people that are similar to humans, but not quite humans that live down there. Oh, so like mole people? Yeah. I don't know if they're mole people. I think they're just like aliens or something. aliens (laughs) i don't know if they're aliens or not i don't know what they are but they look like people but they're not people (laughs) so they have pictures of them or they just
1: have like crude drawings or something yeah probably like caveman crude drawings (laughs) okay let's see how long can you go without sun this means two months. temperature a human would die within just a few weeks it says oh wow that's crazy how do you spell agartha a-g-a-r-t-h-a i think Let's see. Gartha, sometimes Argata, Argardi, Agarath. Oh, wow, it's got a bunch of names. It's <laughs> a legendary kingdom that is said to be located in the Earth's core. Yeah, some old people. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy if we have to move underground? And we meet them? And then we as a human species... Like, what if aliens aren't from outer space, but they're within Earth's core? <laughs> and then we have to, like have a war against them because they're like you can't come down here this is our planet i guess they would say i don't know what they would say <laughs> yeah this is our earth <laughs> it is related to the belief in a hollow earth and it is a popular subject of esotericism hmm well do you believe the earth is hollow i don't know i don't think so but i'm pretty sure there's like some hollow spots but because for me, right, I was reading this thing, right, mm-hmm. that, like, you remember how we learned in school you have the earth crust and then the mantle and then mm-hmm. the core? Is that all? It's it's just those three, right? Or, like, the inner and outer mantle, right? Yeah. And then you remember all that, though, right? Yeah. Apparently, that's just a theory. <laughs> I was taught that, like, it was fact. Same. Apparently, it's just a theory. We don't even know what's in the middle of Earth. Because <laughs> So, it's like, for all we know, it could just be, you know, like, crust, lava, mantle hollow what how's the what's the longest anyone's ever dug down we can find that out (laughs) let's see so how far have humans dug in earth drilled into earth perfect the deepest hole by far is one on kola peninsula in russia near oh i'm gonna butcher this (laughs) Murmansk, referred to the kola well it was drilled for research purposes beginning in 1970. After five years, the cola well had reached seven kilometers, about 23,000 feet. Hmm.
0: So we can assume that the first 23,000 <laughs> feet... <laughs>
1: There's no mole people there. Yeah.
0: Not, not 23,000 feet down. Yeah, so you have to dig at least five more feet.
1: <laughs> can you imagine, though, like they're just drilling and drilling or maybe they're like doing what if the oil that we drill mm-hmm. it's just their feces it <laughs> could be and we just run off mole people feces <laughs> well it's supposed to be dinosaur bones right well that's, that's what they call it fossil fuels mm-hmm. but is it like what is fossil fuels <laughs> just the oil i guess i really learned a lot in school huh <laughs> <laughs> The American education system.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Fossil fuels are made from decomposing plants and animals. These fuels are found in the Earth's crust and contain carbon and hydrogen, which can be burned for energy. Coal, oil, and natural gas are examples of fossil fuels. So there you go.
3: Hmm.
1: Plants and animals. So not just dinosaur bones. So animal bones. I mean, uh, plant bones. Plant bones.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, like, a, when you dig down, like, a, the they show the different layers of the soil and all that, and there's, like, a time capsule kind of? Yeah. I wonder if you dug all the way down, what kind of stuff would you see?
1: Well, how far down are you talking? Are like, you talking? all the
0: way to the core.
1: <laughs> Why well, stop at the core one? I just go all the way through the earth if <laughs> yeah, you go, can. Yeah, go all the way through the earth if you can. <laughs> I mean, who knows? So, so sometimes I wonder, like, uh, so, you know how they do... Uh, not architecture, archaeology, mm-hmm. archaeology, archaeology excavations, right? Uh-huh. And so, like, you'll they'll dig down, you know, maybe, like, a few hundred feet, and they find, like, a whole kingdom that used to exist. Like, it's hard to tell what everything was because the buildings are kind of dismantled and everything, but you can kind of put the pieces together and everything. Mm-hmm. I wonder if, like, every, like, few thousand years of Earth, like, maybe Earth started as a marble, Right, this is just a theory and mm-hmm. maybe it started as a marble and whatever was living on it was you know of course smaller than that very smaller than that like an ant and then just over the years uh, earth dust or whatever just plowed into it and made it bigger and bigger and bigger and as we keep growing and everything like eventually like a few thousand years from now our society will just be covered in dirt and a new one will be compounded on top of that hmm. and the earth is just then bigger than.
0: That, that, that makes me think. So, like, you know how you're saying, um, what if the Earth was the size of a marble and the people that lived on it were relative to the size, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, how they find those giant bones or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, what if the Earth was super big at once? <laughs> 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 and they were relative to the Earth's size. I mean, so you're saying we're
1: shrinking. <laughs>
0: well, the Earth shrunk sometimes. intentionally. So the Earth must have lost some well, weight. Because,
1: because, well, that's interesting because it aren't dinosaurs... Weren't they really big because there was more oxygen on Earth? Yeah, I think so. So what if that is the case? Maybe Earth was bigger and we're mm-hmm. shrinking. Maybe as the universe expands, we shrink and not expand along with it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: That's interesting. That would be very interesting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Earth is relative to the size of the universe.
1: Well, everything's relative to the size of something, right? Yeah. <laughs> so eventually... I guess... So if the universe is constantly expanding... And... Well, is the Earth constantly expanding?
0: I think it stays the same size, I think, but...
1: So in, so, if it is, stays the same size relatively to the universe, we are shrinking. Mm-hmm. Because it is forever expanding. Yeah. So if you could stay alive, or let's say, be reincarnated to the point where... It was me again? Yeah, it's, it's all you. Like a clone? Just, just as you are pretty no not even a clone you mm-hmm. as you are sitting in front of me right now right yeah but you get dropped into a Random point in time, time zone where earth in the milky way galaxy is about to collide with another galaxy like within let's say a few years mm-hmm. like scientists know for a fact they're about to collide what would you do <laughs> i would uh just keep on living and see what happens after the collision. Well, would you live the same way you're living now, or would you completely just say, "Screw it, I'm gonna go do whatever I want"? Um.
0: Well, I don't know what happens when two un- like uh, galaxies collide. So I'd- it's probably not dangerous, is it?
1: I think it is dangerous because you have the gravitational pull of each galaxy mm-hmm. then colliding into each other, and then all the galaxies of whatever stars and planets are within the respective galaxies just being slung around. So for example, like we might crash into a planet or a star or we might just get sent off into space away from the sun Mm -hmm. to where you no longer can live on Earth. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I would... I guess I would just do what I was doing now. So you're telling me (laughs) if that was happening, you would still wake up, go to work, come home, relax, repeat? (laughs) Well, maybe I wouldn't go to work.
0: (laughs) (laughs) i mean like what's the what's paint the scene is that what's the people on tv saying like oh my
1: god this is the end (laughs) i mean have you seen the movie um 2012 uh not 2012 it has leonardo dicaprio in it and oh don't look up yeah don't look up Mm -hmm. picture that but instead of they're saying don't look up they're basically just saying yeah the milky way galaxy is about to uh, collide into uh the andromeda galaxy and we're basically all screwed (laughs) <laughs> i guess so <laughs> there's nothing i could really do right there's nothing you could do about the situation right mm-hmm. so what would you do with whatever time you have left i guess i'll just hang out with the ones i love <laughs> have you seen the movie don't look up all the I, way I, have, I haven't seen it do you ever plan on seeing it because i don't want to spoil it if you um, do i mean i've like seen the end and like the middle but i i want to see it but <laughs> <laughs> so you've seen the end <laughs> so you know what happens at the end kind of <laughs> Okay, so I won't spoil it. <laughs> okay. I won't spoil it then. If you're, gonna, if you're actually going to sit down and watch it someday, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, for you. So someday. <laughs> 20 years from now when the Milky Way galaxy is about to crash into Andromeda. Oh, I think I should watch Don't Look Up now. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so I've been thinking about this thing when I'm on my bike rides, right? hmm So I saw this quote that you put on your Goodreads mm-hmm. by one of those Greek philosophers saying something about God or whatever, but so what my idea was what if god is unconscious
1: in like so are you talking about like god just in general or are you talking about like christianity
0: oh just like the the one spiritual energy or whatever that made life in the universe or whatever
1: so if he's unconscious and we're conscious that would just be like kind of like uh I hate to bring it up again, but like The Matrix, where you're basically just seeing something through something else's eyes. Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> the book I'm reading right now, the... the What is it called? The what? Eastern the, Theory? The, or? the Life and Teachings of the Masters from the Far East. Mm-hmm. That one. So I'm only... What is it? 50, 60 pages into the first book. Mm-hmm. And there's six of them. So it's like 800 pages in total or something like that. Yeah. So they're talking about how there's the there's three masters and their names were they don't use their real names because they want to keep it secret i guess Mm -hmm. but emil chepro and one that starts with an n nestro or something like that and these are the masters that they basically follow throughout their entire journey in india i think it's in india Mm -hmm. where they're at and they talk about how um basically god exists but he doesn't, because it's you. Oh, that's like a Mahayana Buddhism, or whatever.
0: Oh, it's the same thing, kinda like that book I gave you about with that by Alan Watts, or whatever.
1: Oh, I haven't read it yet. Oh, <laughs> so I'll have to read it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. So basically, what they were saying is, uh, like in the, the way he describes it is like he could, they can make bread just appear, and it, not just one loaf. If they need twenty loaves, it just appears. Hmm. If they need to walk on water to get across, uh. To get to wherever they're going they just walk across if they need to heal somebody they just heal them perfectly no more disease or if they lost an arm it just rejuvenates perfectly right mm-hmm. and so what they were saying is you just have to believe that one there is a god two you are the god but you're also a part of god hmm So, like, me and you, we would be a part of the same God, but we're separate. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we're uh, seeing things from different perspectives and everything. Yeah. So that way, God, whoever or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. can see all and know all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's just like that book. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing is, is uh, I Googled the guy, I think his name is Baird Spalding or something like that, Mm -hmm. and wrote it. And a bunch of people online is like, man, this guy's a hack. There ain't (laughs) no such thing as higher beings on this planet or anything. (laughs) And I don't want to say if there is or there isn't, because I haven't actually seen anything, Mm -hmm. you know, like how they explain in the book or anything like that. But I'm not going to sit here and say that it isn't possible. Yeah. Because where do all these, you know, like mythology, you know, you have Zeus. Mm -hmm. What is he, the god of lightning? Lightning. Mm Mm-hmm. For all we know, electricity could have existed somehow, way back when, and he was just known as the guy who controls it. <laughs> yeah. And then throughout the years, it becomes, oh, he's the god of lightning. <laughs> just your
0: normal electrician. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wasn't he, isn't he also like the god of gods or yeah, he's king the, of gods? Yeah, king of the gods. King of the gods. hmm <laughs> I don't know that much about mythology. I find it interesting, but mm. when I try and read about it. It's just like... I, I prefer to watch like a documentary or something. Yeah. It's just one of those things that I can't read about and get into it.
0: There are some good ones that you can read.
1: Like? The Odyssey. Oh, I read The Odyssey in high school. The Iliad? Read it in high school. Uh, what's that? The Metamorphosis? Never even heard of it. Oh, by Ovid or whatever? Yeah, never heard of it. Oh.
0: <laughs> it has uh, this great... Uh, the myth of uh, Orpheus and mm. uh, some lady's name... <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna <to> bother me <laughs> you
1: want me to look it up yeah so Orpheus
0: yeah Orpheus and something
1: Orpheus and Eur yeah Euripides right U- Euridice Eurydice. oh Eurydice Eurydice yeah okay
0: that's it so they- uh, the, the guy in that story he goes through the tunnel I think you've heard it before so have you seen the the Persephone thing Mm-mm. or Persephone goes to the underworld. Uh, tell, Hades tells her she can't leave. No. It's about the the changing of the seasons. Mm-mm. No? Oh.
1: Well, you should, you should <laughs> read it. They have this, uh, I w- we uh, go to, what's it called, Barnes & Noble? Yeah, same. All the time, right? And they have this like real thick book. Mm-hmm. And it's just like Greek mythology in it. It has the Odyssey, the Iliad, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to get it. But the book is very daunting because of how big it is.
0: (laughs) Maybe it's the same one that I have. Is it the one by Edith Hamilton or whatever? I'd have to
1: see it because it has like a...
0: has like a Spartan helmet. It's all black with the gold gilding on it.
1: I'm trying to think now. I think... I think not. It just says mythology on it? No, because it has like a really cool... It's like a Barnes & Noble exclusive Uh book. Mm -hmm. And it has like a really cool... like. You remember like the holographic cards? Yeah. Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh and all that kind of... It has kind of like that front on it. Mm -hmm. And it has like a bunch of like... You remember the beginning of Hercules? Mm -hmm. Where they're dancing on the pot and everything? It has art like that Mm -hmm. on it. But it's like a huge book. It's like that thick. Like that big. It's huge. Huge. It's huge. (laughs) I don't even know how many pages it is. (laughs) Yeah. But you look at that book and you're just like... I don't even know if I want to pick it up. (laughs) It's a tome. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But they have a lot of the Barnes and Noble exclusive books. Mm-hmm. They're so cool, and I want to get them all. Yeah, because they just look so cool. <laughs> and I, I, I do want to read some of them. Yeah, some of them I don't because they look cool, but it's just something I'm not interested in.
0: I know. Right now, I go to Barnes and Nobles, and I'm obsessed with these, uh, the Penguin cloth bound classics collection. They they are just nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, they're classic books, so they're good. They're cheaper, right? Because it's paying Yeah, it's like 25 bucks a book.
1: Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Oh, But it's it's
0: hard bound. It's cloth on top. Because the ones
1: on like uh, Amazon, they're like seven bucks Mm. or something like that. Which I guess is why they're like Barnes and Noble is dying and stuff.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Barnes and Noble is pretty nice though.
1: I like the atmosphere Mm -hmm. of it all. You know, you go in there and it's like a library. Yeah. But you you buy the books. But you buy the books. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the thing is, is, like, out here we have the one library, Mm -hmm. and it's got books from, like, 30, 40 years ago, and that's about it.
0: Yeah. It's unfortunate. If we had a nice
1: library, that'd be nice. Well, nobody, you know, out here is going to... (laughs) Read. Well, not not only read. They're not going to, like, if me and you were to start, like, a campaign of, like, we want to build upon the existing library, or at least move it to another location... Where it's in a bigger building, more books, and more activities for kids and everything, right? hmm No one out here would donate to that. Oh, no. We live in a 65-plus <laughs> <Yeah>. place. <laughs> They're on their way out.
0: <laughs> Maybe we make activities for them. Like what? Library and nursing home. <laughs> <laughs> Reading hour.
1: <laughs> they have that. They have, like, some education thing for the elderly out here. Mm-hmm. And then you can, like, substitute for it and all that kind of stuff. Hmm. It's really weird. <laughs> See. <laughs> <laughs> come on now. You told me you had a bunch to talk about.
0: I know I did, but, you know, the second I sat
1: down, <laughs> <laughs> gone.
0: <laughs> that seems to be the, the usual way things go.
1: <laughs> Isn't that weird? So, I read this one thing. Like, you know when you're like, oh, I forgot my wallet. Mm-hmm. And then you open the door and you're like, why'd I come in here? Yeah. You know that? uh uh-huh. Apparently that's like a... Because you're going into a whole new space, your brain has to, like, reconfigure. Even though it's just a split second if you open the door. <laughs> your brain's just like, I don't even know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think we live in a simulation? No. Why Why? Why? why would this be a simulation? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know? And, and then why, like, if if I'm in a simulation... That means you are either an NPC in my simulation or you're you're in your own simulation. Why would they need to know what goes on in everybody's lives all the time? I don't know, that's what they're working on now. <laughs> Although I do believe that some people are NPCs just by the way they act. <laughs> yeah. Cuz you got some people like you know when an NPC glitches out in the game mm-hmm. and they're just like doing something so weird you're like what is happening? And you see that in real life. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that that makes me think, like, oh yeah, we live in the Matrix, and that person is just broken right now. Maybe yeah. a cable came undone or something. <laughs> Got to plug them back in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was, that was actually a story idea that I was working on a long time ago, but I'm not on anymore. It was a uh, was about uh, about like the Matrix, right? Mm-hmm. But instead of like you know, everybody's throwing away their bodies and they've uploaded themselves into the. Uh, the, uh, metaverse or whatever mm-hmm. and then the, there's one guy the maintenance guy that's God <laughs>
1: <laughs> you should finish that
0: <laughs> it wasn't good when I was writing it
1: well it could be good now can it
0: maybe <laughs> it's sitting on a hard drive <laughs>
1: <laughs> well I mean I guess I, I do that too because I'll start something and then stop because I'm not interested in it anymore or mm-hmm. It feels like the way it's progressing isn't natural i wouldn't even say natural it's just like like i'm going against the grain again Mm -hmm. you know and i don't want to like i'm the kind of person i don't like going against the grain i like going with the flow Mm -hmm. no matter where i'm at or at least i try to there's certain things that like i will go against the grain but for the most part i just kind of go with the flow Mm mm-hmm if it's presented to me, I'm just like, all right, let's go.
0: So you said earlier that you that you uh, implement a plan. Do you implement a plan while you're writing?
1: Well, like a plot, but that's about it. You know, I just try and follow, like, I forget what it's called. I think it's called a pantser. Yeah. Who, somebody who just kind of goes. Writes through. by the seat of their pants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, I'll have a plot. But if I go, if I start writing in the direction I'm going and I'm like, well, I don't know what to do now. Even though I have the plot right in front of me, mm-hmm. I either don't know how to get there or I don't want to go there anymore. And so I'll branch off mm-hmm. of that plot completely. Or I'll add like a whole new plot point into it in between those two plot points that I'm trying to get to to make it a almost seamless way of moving the story forward mm-hmm.
0: and when i write i try to make that like the plot outline but
1: there was this uh one youtube video i think her name is jane jane Moretti or something like that uh let's see the sister's survivor i think is her books and she has a whole youtube channel where she does um oh shoot i'm not gonna be able to find it it's like jane Moretti or jade Moretti. Something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first book I wrote, right, I just followed her video. I changed it up a bit, but her she basically went how she does her plot, right? Mm-hmm. And she basically said, some of these plot points, they can be put together, they can be separate, but I'm going to separate them so that way you understand each part of the plot. I just followed that, and I wrote my first book in like, I think it took me three months, something like that what's her outline was it like the hero's journey or something it wasn't i think she has a was it the 22 beat sheet or it's i guess it's her own oh see jenna jenna Morecci, the author of the savior's champion that's hmm. what it is but yeah you look her up on youtube or something she has just a whole bunch of writing tips like how to start your first chapter how to title your book or how not to title your book and all that kind of stuff. And so mm-hmm. I was just reading all her, or not reading, watching all her videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it really did help with the writing of the book, especially the plot. Like the way she laid out her plot worked so well for me. I'll have to check that out. <laughs> well, then when this episode comes out, I'll make sure to link it mm-hmm. in the description. So that way anybody can just bang, it's right there. <laughs> yeah. And it's twenty three steps, and of course you can take stuff out, mm. move it around however you feel. Yeah, I wound up. I think I moved around two or three things, and that's about it. Otherwise, I followed it straight on through.
0: And I still have to read the the one the novel you sent me.
1: The, which one?
0: The, the apocalypse Nevada. Oh yeah, okay. the Taylor's choice. Yeah, yeah. I'm still reading it.
1: Have you read it at all? I read the first page. All right. How was the first page? I mean, it seemed... be, be honest. <laughs> Tear it to shreds. It's been <laughs> since I read it. Okay. It
0: seemed okay, though. But it's Just okay. Yeah, it needs a little bit of work, but yeah. it seemed all right.
1: Well, it's my first time writing a yeah. book, you know? And it's a rough draft. Oh, it's rough. Because, <laughs> like, the only time I'd get to write is when my son would take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the only time I got to write. So... <laughs> Do you believe uh, there's, like, uh, all the stories... of. Uh, that are ever been told have been told already well you got to think about it right so like star wars mm. uh what, what is his name luke skywalker yeah right is the story of jesus christ mm-hmm. right yeah I guess <laughs> and the guy who wrote it uh george lucas george lucas he's luke skywalker <laughs> yeah come on now lucas luke <laughs> is, is, to me if that's not it Then I'm an idiot, but it just seems too on the nose for me, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but Luke Skywalker is basically the story of Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. which that story has been told for how long now, you know, hundreds of thousands of years. And who knows, maybe there was stories of somebody else who was like Jesus Christ before Jesus Christ. So how long has that story been told? Maybe for all of time. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so I feel like every story has been told that is going to be told but it's just different characters slightly different situations and everything Hmm. i don't know like i feel like that that can't be true i feel like why i don't know well it's got to be a reason
0: yeah i mean like i don't know i've just read some crazy things that i feel like don't follow any structure at all (laughs) like what can you like
1: one example off the top of your head off the top of my
0: head um I don't know, recently, just Kafka on the Shore, that that feels
1: like it's original. Well, that's the one where it's three different stories? Yeah. So isn't it possible that those three stories have already been told, but now it's being told in a different way, where all three are branching? Possibly. So therefore, that story would have been told before, it just never branched. Mm -hmm. I don't know, like, because it's almost like there's nothing original anymore. Yeah. Because of just human beings being around for so long. Because sometimes you know you have like a great idea and everything. Mm-hmm. Like me, I'll have a an idea and then I go and Google it. It already exists. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. That's where the that one book
0: you're telling me comes into play. I think "How to Steal Like an Artist." <laughs> <laughs> I heard that's a real short book, like this thick or something.
1: It's something like that. Yeah.
0: Let's see here. <laughs> Man, that's crazy.
1: All my thoughts just escaped me. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. We're here for however long. What it's already been almost an hour. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, time flies when we're doing this. Like when uh, me and Isaiah were doing it, mm-hmm. it's like a three hour podcast. And when we were done and finished with it, we were like, man, it's almost three hours. <laughs> it, it felt like an hour mm-hmm. around there. Like sitting here right now for me, I would say if I didn't look, I would say we've probably been talking for 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Yeah, same. (laughs) But it's been an hour since we started. Isn't that weird with time? Like, so I don't know what it is, but as I get older, it feels like time gets shorter. Mm -hmm. Because I can remember being in like school and it just seemed like one period in high school would take forever, even though it was only an hour. 45 minutes even yeah 45 minutes and it was like this this (laughs) class is never gonna end yeah like years long (laughs) yeah but then like i just you know substituted for the high school and everything Mm -hmm. the whole day was gone before i even knew it (laughs) yeah it's it's insane and then
0: like it's different when you're the when you're in the other person's shoes when you're the teacher in the classroom yeah because you have so much to do Like, you're watching the kids and make sure they're not doing anything bad. And then, you know, you have to make sure they're working on stuff. And when you're the kid, you're just like, man, what am I getting out of here?
1: When I went there, right, so I was just doing, like, the campus monitor stuff and everything.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: It didn't look like any kids were working when I looked inside the classroom. And I didn't realize, like, in every single class they're using laptops. Yeah, it's a nightmare. It's that bad? I mean, you have good classes, but then you have bad ones. (laughs) Yeah like like I, like i told you when was it yesterday that you guys came or the day before yeah thursday yeah so like you could just tell which kids are the bad kids that's kind of 50/50 i don't know cuz some of them you look at and you're like yeah that's that's a bad kid mm-hmm. and they probably don't do their work and make disruptions during class and everything mhm but it, it's not really to an extent it's not their fault because they are still just kids. Mm-hmm. There's probably no one home when they go home because they're working. You know, two jobs, two three jobs, mm-hmm. or in our case out here, they're probably doing drugs or drinking. Yeah. And so when they go home, no one's there to, you know, discipline them, get to know them, teach them, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then that's a whole bigger societal problem. <laughs> That's a... That will never be fixed. I believe it will never be fixed.
0: I don't think it'll ever be fixed either. That's kind of sad that people have to live like that, though.
1: Well, they don't have to. They don't. I mean, the kids, though. Here, here's the thing, right? Like, me as a parent, I do not want to live in this house. Mm-hmm. Straight up, right? Yeah. I would rather be in my on my own land, growing my own food, which, you know, I'm kind of doing here. Mm-hmm. But we have debt with the house. If I could just buy land in full, it's mine, you know, mm-hmm. until the United States government takes it from me yes. for whatever reason. <laughs> but, you know, you go out there, you make your own food, because like, really, what are you paying for? You're, playing, you're paying for a place to live, food, and uh, hobbies. Mm-hmm. Those are like the three things people need to be happy. Yeah. You know, place to live, food and water, hobbies. That's it. Mm-hmm that's what you're paying for and you don't have to pay for that <laughs> for, for the most part right yeah like if you're out there and you have everything all set up on like a homestead you have meat for months because it's just constantly regenerating by giving birth to new pigs or cows or whatever mm-hmm. you have a garden and depending on where you live you can have a garden year round and then if you build your own place to live like sure that's gonna cost money You know, but not as much as having somebody else build your house, like Mm -hmm. a whole company doing it and everything. Sure, it's going to be more extensive work and everything, but at the end of it all, you have a house that you paid, you know, 50% less on. You did it all yourself. You learned things from it. You have your free food and everything. What are you paying for then? Hobbies. Yeah. That's about it. Mm -hmm. And if it's a hobby like gardening, you know, that's so uh, that pays for itself. It pays for itself and you're feeding your family and everything, you mm-hmm. know, but if you have a hobby like doing a podcast like this, pretty much the only thing you pay for is mic stands, mic recorder, computer, stuff like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Once that's paid for, only other thing you might have to pay for is like a website or something like that. Mm-hmm. And if you had like a little side business that made you like a hundred, two hundred, three hundred dollars it pays for the website selling shirts or something yeah you know something like one guy i watch on youtube he uh lives in arizona as well on his own homestead and he just runs a tea business out of a little shack Hmm. that's pretty cool yeah and it's just you know he has the little um grounded up tea leaves in like little bins and then when somebody orders something he packs it up sends it off Hmm. everybody could live like that yeah but they don't want to I would like to. (laughs) They want to have, you know, Starbucks right around the corner and a Chick-fil-A right across the street from that. You know that, uh, the big commercial businesses stuff that just makes
0: a living life like a nightmare, (laughs) (laughs) especially out here. Like there's like one store you can go to. Right. But imagine if there was like 20 you could go to.
1: So like a marketplace. Yeah. (laughs) Well, like, uh, at the tractor supply out here, they have, uh, the, uh, what do you call it? It's not a food market. I forget what they call it. The farmer's market? Farmer's market. There you go. Mm -hmm. And uh, me and Arve went up there. And it's so nice. You know, I mean, they don't have everything you're going to need up there. But we bought seeds from a lady up there. We bought um, some kitchenware that was handmade by him. Like he uh, does glass blowing and everything. Oh, yeah. And yeah, there's like honeys up there. You had all sorts of fruits and vegetables people were selling, cookies, jams, jellies, all that kind of stuff. And everyone can do that. Mm-hmm. They just don't want to. I think that'd be a better way of life, I think. Let me ask you something, right? Uh uh-huh. Let's say I had a place like that, right? Mm-hmm. And I just let people come and live, mm-hmm. right? How would you feel if I had the rule if you do not work on something, you know, whether it's gardening you're helping like maybe make irrigation new construction for the people coming in whatever you know if you don't work on something you don't eat because to me that seems fair yeah but then i'm told by other people that no you're bringing people in you have to feed them well if they're if they're coming in they gotta work right yeah because what like to me it's like what's the point of bringing all these new people in and they don't add anything to mm-hmm. it. and you know i'm not even saying like they have to do construction or something like that if they're like if their specialty is like doing stand-up comedy and you know at the end of the day maybe during like dinner they do a set or something like that yeah or you know maybe like a musician and they do they play music for us to me that would be considered work as well mm-hmm. you know sure they're not outside uh plowing the fields or picking the fruits of their labor and everything but they are helping, you know, re- help us all relax and everything like that. To me, that'd still be considered work.
0: I, don't know, I think I'd be 50-50 on the last part about uh, people doing comedy sets and music and stuff. Really? I mean, I, I would pay them, but like, a, I don't know if you... Like, some, like what if he's the bombing on, on the stage? Well, right that, that's
1: the thing. They, that Nobody's getting paid, you know? Mm-hmm. it Like, for me, it would just be like... It'd be a garden that anybody... Can go to, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it would just, the rule would be please just take what you need. Mm -hmm. Don't take everything just because you can, Mm -hmm. you know? So, like, if you need two honey jars, you take two honey jars. If you need a bag of flour, you take a bag of flour. You know, there's no reason hoarding everything Mm -hmm. when we're all working together. Yeah. You know, and like, if the garden's too far away, you can just go and ask your neighbor. Hey, can I have... uh You got any bacon? I'm craving some bacon today. He's like, yeah, sure. And then, you know, you just get him next time. He needs help moving furniture. You didn't help him move his furniture. Mm-hmm. Or if he needs bacon and you got some bacon, give him some bacon, you know? Yeah. <laughs> to, to me, being paid to do stuff is stupid, mm-hmm. you know? Because, like, think about somebody who works on, like, a potato farm, right? Mm-hmm. They They'll, you know, pick... However many potatoes and fill however many potato bags, but not for their family, for a corporation that's making millions more than that one worker, yeah, when that one worker could take a bag a day home, feed his family forever, i'm not I'm not just saying you know he can live off potatoes, mm-hmm. or something like that. But that would at least subsidize some food, you know? Yeah. And if you have one potato farmer and then you have one guy who has cows or something, you trade your cow for the potato and then you have meat and potatoes. Mm -hmm. That's one whole meal. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know? Mm -hmm. And sure, you may not be able to get, you know, Chick-fil-A one day and Burger King and then Domino's and this and that and the other. You might have to eat meat and potatoes for like a week or two. Because that's what you got. That's a good meal, though. But that's what you got. Mm -hmm. And I understand, you know, people don't want to live in a society where it's like, oh, I have to eat this because it's all we have. They'd rather live in a city, which is one of the worst human creations ever, is a city, Mm -hmm. where I can eat Chick-fil-A for breakfast and then go to Starbucks and right before lunch. And then for lunch, I can go to Burger King. And then for dinner, I can have pizza. (laughs) That That sounds terrible. That's crazy. (laughs) There's people that do that. (laughs) Or not even that. They'll just go to like, you know, fancy restaurants all day long instead of cooking at home. They got some money. I find it so much more rewarding to cook at home. Mm -hmm. You know, like we just started doing that a month ago or something like that. And it's something I look forward to every single time. That's those, uh, the box meals? Yeah, it's uh, every plate or something like that Mm -hmm. it's like um what is the other one hellofresh hellofresh it's like that i've always thought about maybe doing those but (laughs) well i don't know if it would work for you because i think you have to pick between two servings or four servings oh yeah (laughs) there's no one serving well i guess it could because then you could you know save a serving make it save it for the next day it could work for you well it depends on how much you spend on groceries and everything well, I don't spend anything
0: on groceries. You don't. <laughs> no, my uh, my dad pays for everything. So.
1: Oh okay. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Makes it where you can save money more. <laughs> save money. You don't save money. I try to, but I got I'm back
0: back paid on my rent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so how do you save?
0: I save when I can. <laughs> <laughs> it's true.
1: But when is when you can? I mean, when does that arise?
0: (laughs) Um, Like, so far, October 15th, that'll be the first paycheck I'll be able to save. Okay. And then from then on, I'll be able to save something after every paycheck.
1: And then once the school year ends.
0: Then I won't make any money. (laughs) (laughs) Then I'll just use up all I saved.
1: (laughs) Well, can't you get like a small little job during the summer? I try. You've tried? And nobody... You didn't get any calls back or anything?
0: No calls back, no no emails, no nothing.
1: Wow. Where did you apply?
0: Basically all the big stores. out
1: <laughs> Even the dreadful Walmart? Mm-hmm. Ugh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's why I got to get my, my bachelor's in secondary education.
1: I thought you already had your bachelor's.
0: I got a bachelor's in English.
1: Well, can't you go teach at the school right now then?
0: Well, I have to get like a... It's a, uh ARL, uh, alternate route to licensure. I have to get a teacher's license. Mm-hmm. I have a substitute teacher's license.
1: Um, how long does that take?
0: There's like four or five, six or eight something classes. <laughs> That's it? Something like that. There's so, like something. Like you have to take the praxis test. I did most of those. I have to take one more and then.
1: So your end goal is to become a teacher?
0: For a time, yeah. But not right now. I mean like a. As soon as I could, but like, you know, I don't want to be a teacher forever.
1: (laughs) So what would you want to do past being a teacher?
0: I mean, I'll do the teacher thing for as long as I can, Mm -hmm. but ultimately the goal is to make profit off my art, (laughs) you know, either whether it's writing or whatever.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Well, you like drawing and you're not that bad at drawing, like how you say you
0: are. I can't draw people or nothing,
1: though. (laughs) Look at what Picasso did, though.
0: But he also knew the fundamentals.
1: Yeah, the fundamentals of stealing art. <laughs> well, yeah, you have to be able to reproduce. A good artist makes something revolutionary in art. A great artist steals from others. <laughs> you know, that's, I was going to bring my drawings. <laughs> you should have.
0: <laughs> I'll send pictures on Discord. <laughs> Most of them are pretty cringe. <laughs>
1: Well, what's, that one you gave me, I think I have it in the closet there mm-hmm. where it's just like abstract swirls and everything. Mm-hmm. I like stuff like that.
0: Yeah, that's what I draw because that's what I like to draw.
1: <laughs> that's That stuff's cool to me. Mm-hmm. And you could make a living off of it, especially if you went from like drawing on uh, paper mm-hmm. and going to digital and everything and you started adding color and everything. Mm-hmm. I think you easily could. Maybe not a living off of it. Yeah. But extra money never hurts, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, money's always tight. <laughs> so you take five or six classes in the ARL program? Mhm. And that's at the college?
0: Um, yeah, they got it at the college. The other colleges do them, but I'd probably do it at GBC just cuz I like them.
1: <laughs> and does it cost anything? Yeah, it oh, costs of stuff. Of course it costs something.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like $300 a class.
1: That's not too bad full price (laughs) well I mean it could be worse you could be paying a thousand dollars for the one class you know yeah then I wouldn't do it (laughs) (laughs) like see what you could easily do is like during this do they have them during the summer those classes I think so you could get a part time job during the summer Mm -hmm. so your savings wouldn't be depleted all the way through Mm -hmm. and then work on that and then that next school year boom you're a teacher
0: yeah that'd be nice
1: Wait not it?
0: Yeah, then I'd have health insurance and the whole shebang.
1: Right, because you don't have anything. <laughs> yeah, Isn't I'm just, that crazy? Mm-hmm. They can just not give you any benefits whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I'm out here living like blue. <laughs> <laughs> the bare necessities. <laughs> you think that would be the bare necessities? Eye care, dental care, and health care. <laughs> yeah. You know, I can't really live with necessities if I'm not alive <laughs> yeah. to have them. <laughs> They're thinking of the other necessities.
0: Shelter, food.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I saw this one video and it was like, um, oh, what were they, what, they were saying something like, um, no one is alive today. Everyone is just surviving, mm-hmm. even though we live in a time where you don't really have to survive, or you shouldn't have to survive. Yeah, for sure. And so with that, I you know, I, 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 agree, I agree to an extent, because you have a lot of people that don't want to work whatsoever, mm-hmm. and I don't agree with that. Like they just don't want to work for someone else. That makes sense, but you have some people, they don't want to do anything. They're just like, oh, we have enough to grow food for everyone which we do, Mm -hmm. enough shelter for everyone, which we do, Mm -hmm. and, you know, anybody can pick up a hobby, Mm -hmm. you know? But all that stuff can be given. I don't think it just should be given, but I don't think you should pay for it either. So I don't know what the... Like, there's a fine line to it, you know? Yeah. Because if you just give everything to somebody, then they just expect it all the time. You know, you take a child... And you give them everything they want. And then they hit the real world. (laughs) And they go spiraling spiraling out of control. Where's all this stuff I've usually been (laughs) giving? I want it now. That's why I have all these Karens nowadays. (laughs) Because they're like, I want it now. Give it to me now. (laughs) Sorry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Man. So what
1: do you want to teach in school then?
0: I mean, my degree is in English, but I don't know if I want to teach
1: it. <laughs> you don't like it enough to teach it?
0: No, I like it enough to teach it, but it's just a lot of work, and I like me time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, because you'd have to like assign essays and stuff, and you mm-hmm. have to read the essays. Mm-hmm.
0: And...
1: Yeah, that sounds horrible.
0: And not only that, but you have to make the lesson plan. You have to do everything.
1: Well, don't the schools have an out to where you just follow a curriculum?
0: Well, they make the curriculum, but you still have to make like an outline of what you're going to do for the day.
1: Oh, okay. So, I know you were want to do math.
0: If it's easy math.
1: <laughs> so, like, third grade math or something like that? Or, like, Algebra 1, if as long as it doesn't have graphs in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so you do easy math. Mm-hmm. What about science? Um, I don't, like, I know a little bit of science, but I'm not, like, that good with it. Okay, history?
0: So-so, I guess.
1: You don't like history?
0: I mean, I like it, but I don't know if I teach it.
1: Well, why not if you like it? Usually what you like is what you should teach. I don't like it enough. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like if there is a like a niche subject that you would like to teach, what would it be? Like a super niche subject? Um, like me, Like I would like to teach just straight philosophy. That would be my thing, mm-hmm. you know, because that's what I'm very interested in. I mean, I, I would like to teach English, I guess, but I mean, if it was just like a reading class... So just teaching kids how to read? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't think you need to do secondary education. <laughs> Primary education. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the little kids are the, are too
0: but weird though. Are they? They're just wild. And I'm not like an authoritarian type of guy. I don't like being mean to people.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I don't like
1: having to put my foot down, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right, right. Well, you don't have to. You could always, you know, have fun with the little kids and you know have it to wear like i kids are a lot smarter than people think Mm -hmm. that's what i believe in right and so if you give a kid respect for the most part i feel like they're gonna give you respect Mm -hmm. for the most part yeah they're gonna have their times where they're you know being a kid and not listening or they're just the rebellious type well that that's also like i believe in the one percent but the problem is like like we were talking about earlier about how the kids in the high school are and everything. Yeah. If you let that fester in everything, it spreads almost like a disease mm-hmm. to other kids. Not only to other kids, but to society. Well, the kids are society. Yeah. They're the next generation that are gonna be, you know, working at your Starbucks and Chick fil A and mm-hmm. everything. <laughs> oh, so a long time ago, right? Or maybe not too long ago. But you set up
0: a Having a kid is like you think that you're going to live on in him, right? hmm So do you think like maybe when you die or whatever, your consciousness will exist inside of your son? Like in the dormant space where you
1: can just see through his eyes or something? I think in ways. Like I don't think I will exist, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't know necessarily what happens when we die or anything. Yeah. But, you know, maybe lessons that I teach him and everything, he'll be like, oh, yeah, my dad told me, you know, when I was like, six years old about this that, and the other or seven years old or twelve years old or whatever mm-hmm. and even if he doesn't remember that I taught him it or whoever taught him it he may give you know his children the same lesson without even realizing it mm-hmm. and I think that's something about humans that's strange is that like we slowly become our parents in certain ways mm-hmm. you know but I'm trying to not be that. Not be that. Same. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I think I'm doing a good job seeing as my dad was in prison. And I, you know, I haven't been to prison yet. We, <laughs> never, we never know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, wasn't he just in the wrong place at the wrong time or something? I don't know, honestly. I've been told so many different stories about how it went down and everything mm-hmm. that I don't know. And I've never asked him directly because I don't know if it's going to bring up memories, bad memories. And I don't want him you know, if, it, you know, like you talk to somebody and you bring up bad memories to them, it can have them spiral out of control mm-hmm. and they wind up right back where they were. Yeah. I don't want that to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would, but I don't know if he's ready to talk about that stuff mm-hmm. or if he ever will be, you know, because yeah. for all I know, he could have done it. And he doesn't want to ever relive it. Mm-hmm. Or he was just at the wrong place at the wrong time and doesn't want to relive it because it was so traumatic. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I've heard of another wrong place at the wrong time story not too long ago. But this guy, he went to prison for 22 years. Mm-hmm. And now the the court, they're not even going to compensate him for the 22 years they stole off his life.
1: Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Usually they get at least like like I've heard 2 million dollars, 3 million dollars, 4 million dollars, something like that.
0: Yeah, I guess the courts just said it's too hard to process it, we're not going to do it.
1: What? <laughs> that is insanity. <laughs> oh, I don't remember
0: where it was. I think it was back east somewhere.
1: Cuz there was this uh one guy, I want to say he was in prison for like 17 years. And he get they gave him you know uh, DNA more evidence came up with DNA and everything, mm-hmm. and he got um, is the word acquitted. Is acquitted the word? Yeah, thanks so with the glove or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they basically you know dropped all the charges on him and everything, mm-hmm. and they gave him three or four million dollars, which That's yeah sure it's nice, but what would you rather have seventeen of your year, life years back or four million dollars? Probably the life years back. Me personally, I would want the life, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, because
0: that's got to suck just having it being wasted.
1: I think, because I think he had kids and stuff too, and they were all grown by the time he got out. Wow. You know, I mean, like with my dad, he went in when I was two, two and a half, three, somewhere around there. He didn't get out until around my 18th birthday. Dang. And at that point, you know, I'm an adult. By law, I'm an adult. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like I'm 16 and I'm like, oh, I'm an adult hmm Legally, I'm an adult. I have to take care of my own stuff now. Mm-hmm. That's just crazy. Ain't it? He that missed... Way too hard on prisoners. He missed... What? What is that? 15 birthdays? Mm-hmm. 15 Christmases, 15 New Year's. It's like he came home to strangers. Well, I mean, to be honest with you, me and him, we are strangers. And we're still trying to learn each other. Dang. It's... It's, uh... Strange relationship, you know, because you know it's that is your father, mm-hmm. but he's not my dad, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, because he wasn't there growing up with me. Yeah, by blood, you know? but not by a soul or whatever heart. Yeah, you know, and I, I feel bad saying that, mm-hmm. but it's the truth. That's, that's was, hard to believe. <laughs> yeah, this country is great, ain't it?
0: <laughs> I think there needs to be like just smaller countries, like they need to break
1: down the bigger countries, you know? I don't think America will be America In like a decade or so i think it will be broken up into like whatever uh political ideology that state follows so you know you have you like uh california and nevada Mm -hmm. they kind of follow the same route like Mm nevada is slowly behind california and adopting what they have over there right Mm -hmm. so i think california oregon washington nevada idaho to an extent they might become like a country then you have like texas texas could easily become its own country and then like florida would be its own country and then you just break it down to like northeast uh southern states like georgia tennessee alabama louisiana Mm -hmm. and then you got the midwest i think like a each
0: town should be its own like country
1: oh to that extent yeah so i think that countries and stuff shouldn't exist even though i want to have my own country Mm -hmm. just because it sounds cool you know (laughs) yeah but like i forget where where it's from but it's like there was a researcher that did something like you can only remember 500 names Mm -hmm. and then past that it's nothing you know and that that's another problem i think with the Society we created with all these cities and everything. hmm You don't care about the person you're driving next to. hmm You don't want to hurt them. Not because you don't want to hurt them. It's because you don't want to pay them for their car and their damage and everything. That's why you don't drive crazy. Yeah. That's the only reason, right? hmm And then people living in apartment complexes and everything, especially ones that are like you have the indoor hallway, so you have a neighbor to either side of you in front of you and to the sides of them, right? Mm-hmm. You don't even know your neighbors. You might talk to them, say, hey, good morning or something like that. But do you really know your neighbor? How many people really know their neighbors? Nobody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing with the society we've created. No one cares about anybody anymore except like their own. And it's mm-hmm. like we're all little tribes. But then you have those same people going like, oh, we all have to work together to build a better society. <laughs> yeah, but I don't like you. <laughs> but because I believe slightly different than you do. Oh, I don't like you. I don't want to work with you. <laughs> you just said. We said we should work together. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's stupid things, you know, like if I believe in one thing and you believe in one thing, who cares? We could still work together. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I don't understand like, uh, nowadays with the political thing, you have people who won't date outside of their own political ideology. Jeez. (laughs) You know, it's no longer, I won't date outside of my race or anything, which I think is stupid as well. Mm -hmm. But if you're not Republican, I won't date you. If you're not Democrat, I won't date you. That's crazy. I mean, you're even, you know, your scope was this big and now it's so much smaller yeah super echo chambers and then it's like you know they could be let's say both democratic and they go on a date and then they figure out oh they don't agree on this one little thing <laughs> i can't date you What? <laughs> that's insanity to me. yeah that is super crazy like could you date somebody who had like completely different an ideology than you yeah if i liked them yeah see like uh, me and arve we don't agree on a lot of stuff we make it work Mm -hmm. you know yeah like i I live at home
0: and my parents they're republican and i don't agree with them but (laughs) i don't hate them i still love
1: them (laughs) i mean and it's also a thing of like they also like they want to know what you think but as soon as you go away from what they think they don't want to hear it anymore Mm -hmm. you know people are like super self-absorbed like i think it's good to have the hard conversations Mm -hmm. you know about anything Uh, religion abortion uh, transitioning genders Mm -hmm. you know since those are big topics now but anything like that and and, you know gun control uh, building the wall uh, that separates Mexico and the United States Mm -hmm. anything like that I think we need to talk about that because the more we talk about it the more we get to an actual okay, this is what we should do or mm-hmm. what we shouldn't do. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know?
0: Like if any of that, like, I don't know, abortion should be legal. And let's see, um, the Mexican wall, I don't think it makes a difference. <laughs> I think it shouldn't exist. <laughs> I don't think borders in general should exist. It's literally an imaginary
1: line. It is. <laughs> I, like, I, I get what you're saying, but to an extent, there has to be borders, mm-hmm. in my opinion, right? Because mm-hmm. no matter how good of a society you have, there's always going to be somebody who doesn't have it as good as you do, right? Mm-hmm. And as long as that ex- exists, they will want what you have, and they will try and take it from you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's say you have a neighbor who isn't doing as well in everything and let's say all your neighbors are like that down your entire street, but you're the only neighbor that does well, what are the chances your house is going to get broken into? 10 out of 10. I mean, come on. (laughs) Because you're going to have stuff they want. And that's all it really is. That's the only reason we have borders, Mm -hmm. is because people create this, like, I have it, you don't, ha ha. (laughs) So what would they want, I think? Well, I mean, nowadays, it's, you know, unless you're homeless or you don't make enough money, like you only make enough money to have shelter, Mm -hmm. there's food. But for the most part, I'd say, you know, people break into houses for technology, steal cars, you know, little frivolous things that they'd like to have but don't have. Mm -hmm. But back in the day, you got to think, it used to be food. You didn't have food, you didn't live. Yeah. You know, you can live without a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I
0: mean, like, the border, though. What do you mean? What would they want, just to come in?
1: Who, Mexico? Yeah, I guess. Well, the, the, the whole reason of the wall is to, you know, quote-unquote, keep Mexicans out because they're stealing, quote-unquote, American jobs. <laughs> Even though most you know the jobs are sent to china mm-hmm. and they pay them 11 cents an hour but whatever yeah i don't i don't know i don't get the whole border wall thing to me it's stupid mm-hmm. it's just money into a wall to make trump look good i guess
0: <laughs> make jobs <laughs> quotation
1: marks <forms>. yeah <laughs> i mean i'm sure it did make some jobs but once it's built where do those jobs go nowhere they die the jobs die mm-hmm. they're gone unless they go to What, build another wall? (laughs) Over Canada? (laughs) Did they build it? At the Canadian border? No, the
0: the Mexican one? They're still building it, as far as I know. Dang, I didn't even know they were building it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: no, it's happening. There's, like, pictures of it and everything. Dang. And it's funny, right? Because you see the pictures, and you have, um, you know, uh, pickup trucks on this side and stuff, and then they'll have, like, the... I don't know what it's called, but it's a crane. Yeah, a crane. Maybe mm-hmm. that's the word I'm looking for. That'll bring down the pieces of the walls. And they'll have that on both sides of the border. And I'm assuming everyone working on that is an American. Yeah. So what are you doing on the Mexico side? Building the wall. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, the world doesn't make any sense. And it's not supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> that's the great thing about it. <laughs> Nothing has to make sense. <laughs>
0: It'd be nice if it made sense every once in a
1: while. I mean, it does every once in a while, doesn't it? Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe not in the uh, big scheme of everything when it comes to politics and everything like that. But in your every normal day life, it does, right? Sometimes. What do you mean sometimes? <laughs> I mean, it makes sense of what
0: I'm like, what I'm doing. But does it make sense to me? I don't know.
1: <laughs> I mean, what about it doesn't make sense?
0: I don't know, like. <laughs> <laughs> Like I don't know, (laughs) what do I want? What where do I want to (laughs) go?
1: Well, what do you want out of life?
0: To make a living off my (laughs) art? No, but see, I want to live beyond that, though.
1: Well, like live beyond it in what sense?
0: Like I want to make my art because I want to make my art, not because I want to live off of it
1: right you want to be creative yeah to me when somebody says stuff like that i want to be creative to me they're saying i want to be human Mm -hmm. because to me that's what humans are yeah we live to be creative because when you do a job that is the same thing over and over and over again Mm -hmm. you will eventually wind up resenting it yeah unless you somehow keep it fresh for yourself like me when i used to work at walmart I used to, like, time myself. I know it sounds stupid, but I would time myself sometimes to see how fast I could get done with things. Mm -hmm. And that kept it fresh. And, you know, I would listen to podcasts and everything while I was working, and that kept things fresh. But if you did, like, I can't, I don't understand how people do, like, office jobs where they sit in a cubicle all day long. And the only time they see somebody is like at the water fountain or something. Yeah. Or, you know, they go get coffee or something. Like that's insanity to me. Mm-hmm. Like you're just staring at a screen all day long. And that's your job. That that That's why suicide happens. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. That is why suicide happens. <laughs> they, they sit here and tell you, you're supposed to be able to do, you know, eight hours five days a week staring at a screen inside a cubicle where you get like minimal human interaction and that's supposed to be normal and then when you kill yourself because you live that life you're crazy yeah (laughs) (laughs) why do you do that (laughs) because to me you're supposed to be constantly creative or not i shouldn't say constantly but you know you should be creating stuff in your mind at least all the time I mm-hmm. think you know and then maybe putting it down on paper or computer or a canvas every now and again mm-hmm. you know just to keep it to keep your mind moving because I, I, I really don't know how they people do that like they live in New York City bumper to bumper traffic having to take subways and everything and then they go work a cubicle job I really don't understand how. Yeah.
0: I don't know how anybody works any like mundane job.
1: Well, you used to.
0: Yeah. I don't know how I made
1: it. Pushing carts and everything at, what, Alberton's, Smith's? Smith's Walmart. and Walmart. So you used to do it? Yeah, I don't know how I did it, but <laughs> I did it. How did you do it? I mean...
0: I would just I, do the work. <laughs> <laughs> Count the seconds.
1: You you would count the seconds for real?
0: Not for real, but I was just—it was most of the time was just waiting. It was like waiting to be alive.
1: Well, that's like how I felt in uh, school and everything. You know, once you got out of school, you like actually get to live a little. Mm -hmm. And now we're outside school. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like school is legitimately made, in my opinion, to get kids ready to work for the big corporations. And they know it. You know, that's why they keep uh, defunding schools and everything. Mm-hmm. And they get less and less and less each year. So that way they know how to work on less of a budget when they go to a corporation. <laughs> yeah. How am I supposed to work with these kind of standards? Well, you should be used to it. You've been doing it for... How long are you in school? 12 years? Yeah. At least. Unless you go to college. <laughs> <laughs> well, college is a whole nother thing. I think any education... I think I told you this before. Any education that is not free mm-hmm. isn't worth it. If it's free, it's totally worth it. Mm-hmm. But if you got to pay for your education, it is not at all worth it. Both the the uh, K through twelve, right? That's that's free. It is free, but the the thing is, is like because the teachers are constantly defunded and they're not paid a lot, mm-hmm. and they're having to have you know. 40 kids to a class mm-hmm. you that, can you can only do so much yeah that's impossible you know, even the teacher who cares the most about the students and doesn't care how much they could pay, they're there to teach they can only do so much with 40 kids a classroom mm-hmm. and you know if you're in high school your high school teacher you have 40 kids in the classroom for seven periods you know mm-hmm. or four yeah an hour and a half that's too long <laughs> that's crazy when I went to do the campus monitor position thingy that was insane to me I was so confused
0: mm-hmm. the other periods are so long just trying to fill in the the empty time with stuff on the lesson
1: plan. like how, how do you do that because like you can only do so much and then it's that's all you got mm-hmm. right and
0: it's it's super hard because all the kids have the Chromebooks mm-hmm. and all the works on there it's like oh you finished it mm-hmm and you can't you can't see if they did it wrong like that, you can't see it. What do you mean you can't see it? You can't like... I mean, you could tell them to go back and like, they could have just breeze through it real quick mm-hmm. and got a score
1: on it. And it's like, oh. So they could do their work in like the first five minutes of class and they'd just be done and have an hour and 25 minutes left of class mm-hmm. where they're just sitting there. Yeah. That sounds horrible. Computers in school don't mix. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends. It depends. If it's like a computer class mm-hmm. and you're actually doing something and learning. But I agree. That's kind of crazy to me, that every kid's got a computer. Because I remember when I was in school, you'd actually have to look up at the teacher at the front of the classroom. Mm-hmm. So now they're just what staring at the computer screen while you're talking. Yeah, or they're trying to watch Netflix or whatever. They can get to Netflix on those
0: computers. The smart ones can. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's workarounds, but like a,
1: the you have, they have to know some code or something. I don't know. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about because I remember when we used to try and get on YouTube Mm -hmm. when we'd go to the computer labs and everything and you had to put like a semicolon or something like that (laughs) somewhere (laughs) in the URL and it would take you right to YouTube Mm -hmm. or something. It's crazy. I don't know. Kids have it worse off now than we did. For sure. You know? And I'm like...
0: All the brain damage.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Because like... Uh, Like, when I was doing the campus monitor thing, one of the kids had to write the lady an apology letter. Mm -hmm. He could barely spell. His handwriting looked atrocious. Like, I mean, it was genuinely just large chicken scratch. Yeah. (laughs) And so, like, she she was showing me it, like, telling me sometimes they have to do this kind of stuff and everything. And I couldn't read it. (laughs) <laughs> I could not read it. I had no idea what it said. Mm-hmm. I could read his name at the bottom. I think it was like Brian or something. <laughs> oh, man. But they're going to have it so bad. So bad. Like we thought we had it bad. <laughs> <laughs> the next
0: generation is going to be... A...
1: <laughs> I can only imagine my son's generation. I think he's Generation Alpha. I think that's what they call it.
0: Hmm.
1: Man. So like your generation... millennial why yeah i think but they call him millennial now mm-hmm. i'm gen z then you have goskay's generation well see i don't know if he's a part of let's see let's see <laughs> um let's see what generation is 2020 because he was born in 21 so yeah generation alpha who is the part he's in so he gets to go around saying, I'm an alpha. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for the next generation. <laughs> Bunch of betas. <laughs> so what's C then? Kappa? Kappa? I, I thought know. that was K. Is it? I'm not sure. Let's see. That's uh Greek lettering, right? Yeah. Let's see. Greek alphabet. So you have, let's see. What's this picture say? You have alpha, beta, gamma. Mm. They got them gamma rays. (laughs) Delta, epsilon, zeta, eta, theta, iota, kappa. What in the world? Lambda? (laughs) Lambda? L A M B D A? Lambda?
0: I've heard that somewhere. Like a research facility
1: or something. (laughs) From a here. Oh, I, I think it is. Yeah, uh, mu, nu, z, x, i, or g, maybe. Mm-hmm. Omicron. Uh oh. <laughs> Pi. rho, Sigma. Tau. I hope I'm, I'm saying these right. Yeah, this sounds right. <laughs> 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 Upsilon. Phi. Chi. Psi. And Omega. Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. So, what's going to happen once they go through all those? What's the next one they're going to use? Are they going to use like a Chinese alphabet or something like that? You think? Maybe. You think we'll be around that long? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> I will be. Well, I'll probably die in the Pi generation. <laughs> no, not us, as, but as you and me, but as people as a whole. Oh, like oh, society as yeah. a whole. Um. Probably, but we'll probably be on a different planet. I don't think we'll be on Earth much longer mm-hmm. as a society. Because, I mean, they're already looking for other planets we can go and You
0: know?
1: Yeah, but they're all that are super far away, right? Um, I'm not sure. I can look it up. Because, like, I remember reading... I don't remember what they call the planet, but there was a planet that uh, is... Earth-like? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how Earth-like it is. <laughs> we go there; it's totally not like Earth. <laughs> it's just like Mars, just a complete desert. They found ice on Mars. Mm-hmm. You I know that? that? Yeah, heard about that a long time ago. Okay, let's see. So, in terms of size, I don't know. That's not what I want. <laughs> the first thing that popped up is in terms of size, average density, mass, its surface gravity. Venus is very similar to Earth. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but uh kepler 452b mm. it is the first potentially rocky super earth planet discovered orbiting within the habitable zone of a very sun-like star hmm. oh wait oh wait let's click into more because there's another sentence that says however <laughs> uh where'd it go both based oh no oh no i can't find it <laughs> Well, dang, why would you put the however and not have it as the first sentence? (laughs) Okay, let's see. It is located about 1,800 light years away. (laughs) That's a long time. From Earth. Oh, no, wait. That's from Earth in the constellation of Cygnus. All they have is an artist's interpretation of what Kepler looks like. What does it look like? It's a tiny little picture. It's barely (laughs) even a planet on this picture. (laughs) They look like they like drew Earth and then put fog on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, though. What's Cygnus? I don't know what that is. It says Constellation Cygnus. Cygnus is a northern constellation on the plane of the Milky Way, deriving its name from a Latinized Greek word for swan. You ever think magic was real at a time? Well, that goes back to the mythology thing that we were talking about, where Zeus is the god of... What? Lightning? Lightning. I want to say thunder every single time. (laughs) That's the same thing. (laughs) Is it? I think it's not. Well, thunder's the sound, lightning's the... But is he the god of both? I think people say thunder, but they mean lightning. Okay. But I think it comes in the same thing as that. So, could magic have existed at some point in time? Possibly, and it just, you know, dwindled out of existence. Same thing with mythology. Maybe uh, Zeus was a magician, and he just had, you know, thunder and lightning magic. Mm Mm-hmm you know he would just make shock waves or something
0: yeah Well, what about the ancient astronaut theory where people thought the the old gods were aliens
1: oh that's possible but like what what is the theory exactly
0: well, i don't know i think it's just like aliens were here before us or something i don't know the whole shebang
1: let's see old, old astronaut theory No, ancient astronaut ancient astronaut
0: theory they talk ancient, about it on Ancient Aliens all the time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ancient astronauts, or ancient aliens, <laughs> uh, refers to the pseudoscientific hypothesis which holds that intelligent extraterrestrial beings visited Earth and made contact with humans in antiquity and prehistoric times. So basically cavemen.
3: hmm.
1: Well, do you believe that's possible? I think it's possible. If it's true, I don't know. Like in your heart of hearts, do you believe it's true?
0: I mean, I believe in evolution, so I believe the caveman could have evolved, but I think Mm -hmm. the aliens could maybe accelerated our evolution.
1: Well, isn't that what they think happened to um, uh, in ancient Egypt? Yeah, maybe I don't know. Like uh, they came down, and aliens gave them technology to build the pyramids and everything like that. Yeah, I think so. That's how things are working. I I think that's another theory Mm -hmm. alongside this one. But I think it's very possible that magic or some form of magic existed. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's like, is it the magic that we think of, you know, with maybe like, uh, wizards and stuff, you know, like Harry <laughs> Potter and yeah. stuff. I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know about that either. But it may be like telekinesis or something like that. It's possible. Or maybe they, you know, like, um. Breeded with humans mm-hmm. And maybe the only reason we don't have Magic today is cause you know We don't have enough alien DNA Or something <laughs> like that maybe you know mm-hmm. Cause like they say um Oh what is it the One blood type is like an alien Blood type Oh is that the one that's applicable to all or whatever Um I wanna say it is It's like O
0: yeah, or o, something That's the universal one I think um, let's see.
1: Alien Blood type Ancient aliens, alien blood types <laughs> is the first thing that came <laughs> Oh, geez, RH negative blood is an alien. So RH negative? I've I never heard of it. Have you ever heard of gold blood? I've never heard of gold blood either. <laughs> <laughs> that was an interesting thing, because I think the can is the one that can be given to anybody. Gold blood type. So... One of the world's rarest blood types is one named RH null. Hmm. This blood type is distinct from RH negative since it has none of the RH antigens at all. There are less than 50 people who have this blood type. Wow, those are the aliens. I mean, they could be, yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. Let's see, what are the three rarest blood types is one thing that came up. So. was one of them. Not according to this thing. (laughs) (laughs) What are they? So it doesn't... So this RH null, right, that I just read, Uh where only 50 people have it in Uh existence that they know of, is not even on this list. (laughs) Oh, jeez. It says the three rarest blood types are B negative, which is found in 1.5% of the total population, a B negative, which is found in 0.6% of total population, a B positive, which is found in 3.4% of the population. Hmm. But RH null is like point zero 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 one of the population that's not considered a rare blood type (laughs) (laughs) isn't there also like a theory like all the presidents have like the same blood type or something oh i've never heard of that one i think i remember talking to somebody about it and i don't remember if we looked it up or not Mm -hmm. but it was you know it's you know it's one of those things like it's interesting if it's true. Yeah, for sure. But I do know there's like a theory that some people believe that um so the monarchy of like Queen Elizabeth and all that. Mm-hmm. They some people believe that um all the United States presidents are directly related to them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even Barack Obama. Dang. I don't know if there's the I don't know if
0: it's theory or fact, but I'm pretty sure it's a theory that all the presi- presidents were in a part of a, a secret club. Oh, isn't that like where they worship an owl? Oh, like, I was thinking of the other, but that's one of what I was thinking of the other one. It's like Skull and Bones or something like that, or... I haven't heard of the Skull and Bones one. I think that there's a movie on it. I don't know. But the one you're thinking of as a, where they sell, where they worship Moloch or whatever. The owl Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Bohemian Grove. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so let's see. With the exception of John F. Kennedy, Martin Van Buren, and perhaps Dwight D. Eisenhower... Every, every president has ancestors from Great Britain. Oh, wow. Kennedy was of pure Irish descent, Van Buren was of Dutch lineage, and Eisenhower was of German and Swiss heritage. Wow. So I guess you could get, like, their family trees and go all the way back. That's crazy. All the way back to England. Let's see. Do, are all 45 U.S. presidents related to each other? <laughs> <laughs> the remarkable discovery was made by 12-year-old... Oh, geez, Bridge Ann de Avanon Avanon, of Salinas, California, who created a groundbreaking family tree that connected 42 of 43 U.S. presidents to one common and rather unexpected ancestor, King John of England. Oh, wow. Oh, wow is right. (laughs) That's amazing. I wonder what the one president was that uh, wasn't. I don't know. I'm going to click further and see. Cause the picture shows uh, Barack Obama, but I don't. I don't want to say it's him. Mm-hmm. Cause for all I know, he could come from King John. King John himself. <laughs> King John, also known as John Lackland, is renowned for signing the Magna Carta in 1215. Man, we're going everywhere. History, <laughs> philosophy. <laughs> oh come on, just get. Just tell me who the one guy is. <laughs> Impossible. Watch, I'm going to have to, like, pay to find out. <laughs> okay, let's see. The uh, The only former commander-in-chief not linked to King John is the eighth president, Martin Van Buren, who had Dutch roots. Wow. So the teen also found out that she is the 18th cousin of President Obama. Wow. <laughs> she even wrote her newfound relative a letter to share her findings with him. Well, good for her. Mm-hmm. So Martin Van Buren is the only one. That's insane. That must have been a good year. No, <laughs> well, this this is only saying forty three presidents, and we're at forty six right now. Mm-hmm. So there's a chance that it's changed. Yeah, because what there was, oh no, we're at forty five. No, I think we're at forty six. Because it was Obama, mm-hmm. Trump, Trump, Biden. Yeah, so forty six. Yeah, no, right. Oh, now I'm confused. I oh, thought geez. Trump.
0: I thought Trump was 45.
1: I thought he was 45 too. But this is a 43 presidents and it has Obama in it. Hmm. Maybe Biden's 45. I gotta look it up now. <laughs> this is bad. I, I didn't know we're either. supposed to be good Americans here, and we don't even know. Okay, so oh, come on, give me their number. Don't just tell me the list. Have there been 45 or 46 U.S. presidents? <laughs> Since the office was established in 1789, 45 men have served in 46 presidencies. Huh? Someone must have served two terms. No, I think there was one guy who he served a term, lost, and then served again. Mm. So I think that's what it is.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, here we go. Perfect. One with the numbers next to it. (laughs) Okay, so... Remember when you were a kid
0: and you had the ruler with all the presidents on it?
1: No. No? Mm-mm.
0: I thought everyone had those. It, it would have all the presidents on it and it had mm-hmm. their, their faces and their numbers on it.
1: That would be pretty hard to do now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, no. Because what well, we've only added... Well, when did you have that ruler? In elementary school With George Bush was on it. Okay, so George Bush was the last one. He was 41, so we've only added five more presidents. Mm-hmm. That then. wouldn't be too hard. If it was a thick ruler. just had another <laughs> one. Another oh Oh, never mind. I was about to say something really stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say, who is William J. Clinton? That's big old Bill. Mm -hmm. And his hands all dirty. (laughs) You know. (laughs) (laughs) So George Bush was the 43rd president. Hmm. Barack was 44. Trump was 45. And now Biden is 46. So we were right. Yeah. We just doubted ourselves. <laughs> That's what I do on tests. I always doubt myself on yeah. tests. When I know I should I mm-hmm. should do better. You remember, um, this is this going to be a little bit of a throwback for us, but when you remember being in school and then you get like a substitute teacher and you'd hope for a certain substitute teacher?
0: Um, I never hoped for a certain one, but I would always be like, yeah, okay, we got a sub today.
1: <laughs> you remember Mr. Wick? Yeah, I remember him. I don't remember where he was from you know Mm because i think he was from europe somewhere and then he came to the united states when he was younger Mm -hmm. and then eventually became a substitute teacher but i remember when we were elementary school one time we were lined up against this uh brick wall waiting for turns to like play a game or something Mm -hmm. and he was telling us like when to go and everything Mm -hmm. and uh somebody started talking about like presidents or something one of the kids was talking to him mm-hmm. he's like you know george washington wasn't the first united states president oh i've heard him say it, that. it was something and i can't remember who he I said it was i can't remember he said it was either i wish i could remember because <laughs> now being older uh-huh, i'm interested in that kind of stuff and i would like <laughs> yeah. to look up who that guy was yeah i remember he
0: told me that he told the art class that in in high school I don't remember who he said it was either. I wonder if I can find it. First actual USB. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's exactly what I'm gonna type in. You know, I still see him sometimes.
1: He's still alive?
0: Mm-hmm. I thought he was dead. And I saw him like a month ago or something. Like at
1: the school, still working
0: or He wasn't working, but he, he goes there. Like I don't he doesn't subclasses, I'm sure.
1: Oh, so he doesn't work anymore.
0: Yeah, he just goes there, I guess. Mm.
1: So yeah, this just says george washington is the first thing that pops up but let's see this one says who was technically the first president john hansen john, is that what we said i don't know i can't remember i can't remember either. if you see him again <laughs> yeah please ask him I will. <laughs> please because i want to know so badly i wish i could remember the john hansen story Oh, okay. When we think of President of the United States, many people do not realize that we are actually referring to presidents elected under the U.S. Constitution. Everybody knows that the first president in that sense was George Washington, but in fact, the Articles of Confederation, the predecessor to the Constitution, also called for a president, albeit one with greatly diminished powers, eight men who were appointed to serve one-year terms as president under the Articles of Confederation. In November... 1781, John Hanson became the first president of the United States in Congress assembled under the Articles of Confederation. Hmm. So this must be the guy. Unless he says something totally (laughs) off the wall. (laughs) Yeah, like it was Genghis Khan was the first United States (laughs) president. Technically, every man is like one-third Genghis Khan or something. (laughs) (laughs) You heard that, right? Well, yeah, because they can find the... uh, i forget what it is it's like a gene or the gang is part of the dna strand Mm -hmm. where it's like a it's not defective what is the word it starts with a d it's like let me see if i can find it deformed not deformed uh gang let me see if i can spell genghis connery (laughs) no i didn't spell it right is there an h there's no H, and I put an H. <laughs> I put an H in Khan and Genghis. There's an H in Khan. Yeah, there's an H in Khan, but there's not one in Genghis.
0: I wasn't sure about Genghis either. I wasn't sure if it was G
1: and G or G H and G. His real name is uh, well, as far as we know, is Timogen, hmm. if I believe. Uh, Gene.
0: That must be crazy living back then and just being one of the guys. I want to conquer so much land. Like Alexander the Great or...
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, they were probably just like, well, we need more land. If we have all these people. We must have land. Let's conquer it all. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Since a 2003 study found evidence that Genghis Khan's DNA is present in about 16 million men alive today, the Mongolian ruler's genetic prowess has stood as an unparalleled accomplishment, but he isn't the only man whose reproductive activities still show a significant genetic impact centuries later. That's something that's, that I'm very curious about, right? So you have guys like Mark Zuckerberg, Jeff Bezos, and everything. They want to live forever, mm-hmm. right? This is how you live forever, <laughs> yeah. right here. He's in our genes. <laughs> like, like I have, you know, some Asian in me, mm-hmm. right? There's a chance I do have a part of Genghis Khan's G- DNA. Do I know if it's there or not? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they could find it. But I thought there was something, like, wrong with his DNA. I don't know. Let's see. Um,
0: you, ever, you, you played the Assassin's Creed games, right? I've played a few of them. What do you? Wouldn't that be cool if you could, like, access your genes and live out past memories
1: of your ancestors? I don't think so. No? <laughs> well, you gotta think. So, like, because I'm mixed, mm-hmm. right? If I went back and did, like, the white side of my family... It probably be all cookies and cream, <laughs> but I do the other side of the family, and it may not be so good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's see. His descent is West Asian and Europe was documented through the 14th century in texts written by Rashid al Din Hamadani and an other mu- and other Muslim historians. With the advent of genealogical DNA testing, well, that doesn't tell me. <laughs> Okay, I'm just going to have to Google what's wrong with Genghis Khan's DNA. <laughs> <laughs> it's everywhere. <laughs> oh my God. So I typed in what's wrong. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that pops up on Google is what's wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I was wrong. Maybe there's nothing wrong with his DNA because nothing's coming up. <laughs> or maybe they're covering it up. No. Yeah, maybe it's a whole theory about that as well. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, being like... Genghis Khan or Alexander the Great and just taking over all these large swaths of land. That's crazy. And you just own it all. That's all <laughs> yours. You can do whatever you want in it. They could have shaped history so different. But they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and wonder why. Do you ever think that you're going to leave a legacy behind? Or you think like my life will just end and that's it? I mean I'll leave
0: like a legacy for my family. For the world, I don't know, probably not.
1: You don't think so? Nah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Cause like I think, you know, of like Martin Luther King Junior is like a very American mm-hmm. thing, right? Yeah. Or I should say person that thing. And uh he had a very large part to do with like black people in America eventually getting rights and everything. Mm-hmm. He'll leave a legacy, but will it be as great as Genghis Khan, Alexander the Great, Julius Caesar, and all them? And why does like why are their legacies so great and others aren't? You know? Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Cause like it's not like we don't have different writings mm-hmm. from different uh old societies because we do Mm -hmm. it's just they're not as well known as those what makes those so prominent is it because people want to do the same thing as them maybe maybe they just want to be remembered like them but but why were they remembered in the first place because of what they did but is it really that is it really that's all it's cracked up to be oh i just conquered all this land and i you know had a bunch of kids well, they think that only an extraordinary person
0: could uh, could accomplish such a feat. And then part, uh, partially they're right. Are they? Yeah, it takes a, a special somebody to pull off a feat like that. I don't think so.
1: No? I think it's, you know. I mean, it's harder today than it was back then. I mean, of course, because, like, if I try to, you know, take over my neighbor's yard, I'm <laughs> yeah. going to get the cops called on me and probably shot to death. Yeah. <laughs> but, like. Back then, I think it's just right person, right time. Mm-hmm. So that, see that people want to learn how to be that right person at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> well, nowadays, I don't think it's possible. I don't think so. Unless, unless you're like in the position of like Joe Biden or I, I don't even know other leaders. Justin Trudeau, mm-hmm. he's a Canada Prime Minister, yeah. Um, uh, Zelensky, mm-hmm. Putin, of course. Like, Putin, for sure, he could easily... You know, he could be in the history books forever if Mm -hmm. he did something crazy. He probably will be. Well, I mean, he will be, but he'll be known as a guy who lost to a smaller country. Yeah. (laughs) Like, look how big Russia is and how big Ukraine is. Mm -hmm. And Ukraine is whooping their butts. Yeah. They don't even stand a chance right now. And they're talking about ending the war. Russia is talking about ending the war. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're like we got to end this war it is too much <laughs> cuz they're i think their banks are still closed in russia oh, wow. so nobody can get rubles so they're screwed i mean i'm i'm not sure about that i can look it up real quick but i think in turkey their banks have been closed down for like 3 days jeez i think and nobody's been able to get money out of the bank it's like the great depression i think that's what we're heading towards is another, but this time on a world scale. Like, only the rich will survive kind of deal, or if you know how to grow food. (laughs) That's one reason why I'm learning to grow food. Mm -hmm. I like it. I do enjoy it. Like, it is an actual hobby of mine, Mm -hmm. but I'm also worried about what's going to happen in the next few years, you know? Because, like, the United States government, they could just take whatever land they want at any point in time. Mm -hmm. You know, we have a very thin facade of freedom yeah, i feel i feel it too what was i gonna google you remember uh russia or some war oh yeah the the russia russian banks oh, that's
0: what it was banks
1: but yeah i don't i don't like i don't see america being america in a decade and i don't see the world being the same in a decade because of how fast everything is moving technology is mm-hmm. on like you know when you hit like a Loop de loop in a roller coaster, and then it goes up, and you're like slowing yeah. down. And the ante- anticipation is just like on a ten, mm-hmm. and then you drop down, and it hits a fifteen. Yeah. I think we're gonna hit a fifteen pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: like a. Uh, I don't know if you listen to any of the Terrence McKenna lectures. Have you heard any of those? No, I haven't. Oh well, there's this one where he says, uh this was back in like the '90s or something," but he said that the rich are going to live in basically uh, pleasure domes, just giant kingdoms for themselves. And it's going to come down to where normal people like you and me are going to have to start asking
1: them for some some of their stuff. Well, that is what it's coming down to. Because if you look at it, it's the rich that own, you know, apartment complexes and everything. Mm -hmm. Amazon owns, uh, what is that food company? Whole Foods? They own Whole Foods. So not only are they feeding you, they're giving you stuff for all your hobbies. And they have... uh, evil vacuums tracing your entire house (laughs) yeah (laughs) draw (laughs) diagrams they're gonna own everything soon enough Mm -hmm. because normal people like me and you we can't own anything like technically this house i don't own i'm paying off a bank yeah To. you know i mean it's Mm -hmm. it's
0: crazy and it's a crime to be homeless
1: it is a crime it legitimately is a crime you can't even sleep in your car now with without getting harassed Mm
3: -hmm.
1: you know I saw this one video where this guy was uh, just sleeping in his car, and the cops came up to him and was like, yeah, you just need to leave. You need to get out of town. Jeez. I don't care if you're tired. Get out of town. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Where's the empathy, you know? It doesn't exist when there's uh, power to gain. Power over that one guy in his car? Well, think about it. If, if you don't really have power over your life, right? Because a lot of us don't. Mm-hmm. If you can have power over just someone, it makes you feel better Mm -hmm. or I guess it makes you feel better because I don't know. I don't have power over any. I mean, the only person I have power over is my nine month old son (laughs) and I wouldn't really call that power (laughs) Yeah, because he pretty much runs this house. Mm -hmm. He starts crying. It's either because he's hungry, dirty diaper or something. Mm -hmm. So he's really the boss. (laughs) (laughs) That's like that old
0: saying, I'm a, what you own owns you. In what way does it mean? Like, So like uh, you own, like, own, like quotation marks. You don't own, own him, but like he's your son. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have like some ownership over him for the time being as a baby. But like, uh, you know, when he cries, uh, you have to answer him because, you know, you're responsible for him. Oh,
1: I see what you mean. And then it could be the same thing with like a car. Yeah. The engine stops working. Oh, mm-hmm. the car's telling me something's wrong. Yeah. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Mm-hmm
0: so you like you can't actually own anything unless it has ownership over you too
1: huh so what about like creativity stuff yeah because like you have to be invested in it right but like when you're trying to do like let's say creative writing Mm -hmm. for example and you're trying to make like a fantasy world or something like that Mm -hmm. does are you saying like that would own you as well because it's constantly on your mind and bugging you Maybe not bugging you,
0: but like you have to be invested in it. You have to build it. You have to mm-hmm. be. You have to be part of it.
1: I see. Okay. So, mm-hmm. will you bow down to your Amazon overlords? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'll live in the woods. <laughs> but what if there are no more woods because they cut down all the trees? <laughs> you got to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. They'll just have oxygen factories, and then you, they'll sell you your oxygen. <laughs> the, that, I would kill myself. It's crazy to me that people. Like I know I, I used to do it before we got the reverse osmosis and everything, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to be drinking metal water, Yeah, so I would go buy water bottles, but it's crazy to me that people will just constantly buy water bottles instead of just installing a reverse osmosis or a filter or something, mm-hmm. you know? And I understand there's some places you can't do it, mm-hmm. like in Flint, Michigan, where their water catches on fire, you know? <laughs> Don't drink the water. <laughs> like that 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 i completely understand but if you can just put a filter like most of the people out here have wells right mm-hmm. just put a filter on it sure it's not the best water in the world and it's not completely purified but it's better than drinking bottled water mm-hmm. whoever came up with bottled water is an evil genius yeah gonna destroy the world with one bottle of water at a time and the next is going to be you're going to have to like you know, they'll have, like, a little face mask that goes over it, mm-hmm. and it'll look like this cup that I'm holding, and you just click like a thing, and it goes... And that's your air for the day. <laughs> like space balls? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, do you think it's moral to have a kid? Yes and no. Because, like, I know for a fact that the world is not going to get better. Mm-hmm. Like, it might be good for a period of time. Kind of like how... Uh, I think it's the 1960s war mm-hmm. for people and of course not everyone but for some people it was good for so the revolution hmm? the revolution part or like uh cause like the 1960s that's when it was like freedom to mm-hmm. love whoever you want and what you know all that stuff mm-hmm. and we're kinda you know getting to a period like that again but I, I feel like there's gonna be a huge war coming soon So in that aspect of like, I don't think the world is going to be a very good place in the coming years. Mm -hmm. So is it fair to bring a child into this world in that case? No, but it's up to you as the parent to show why this world is still good, even though everything around you is burning. You have to find that peace, that solace at the end of the day.
0: I think, at least. Yeah. You know, not everyone thinks like me. I don't know if there's any
1: solace to be found. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, th- I think there is some, but... So you're telling me when you sit down and read a book, it's not peaceful? Sometimes. See, right there, that's peace. You know? Mm-hmm. It's just not peace for everyone, but you can't worry about everyone all the time. Yeah. You know? But if it's peaceful for you, then it's perfect, you know? Mm-hmm. And if your peace is taking our drive down the road, it's peace, you know? Mm -hmm. You don't get it often. You take it when you can.
0: Well, what about too much peace? Is that a thing?
1: Well, too much of anything is bad. (laughs) Yeah. You know, you drink too much water and you Uh. drown. (laughs) (laughs) But like too much peace, like I don't know what the downside to too much peace would be. I don't think there is any. Because I don't think it's ever existed. Yeah. So we don't know. The downfalls of it. Like, you know, too much depression leads to suicide. Mm-hmm. Too much peace or happiness. What does that lead to? I don't I don't know if that leads to anything. <laughs> Nothing, I don't think. You don't think so? You don't too think much? there's a downside to too much happiness? Just exhaustion? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm so tired. I'm so happy, but I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you think Jeff Bezos is happy all the time. Um, or do you think he still struggles with things even though he has this amount of wealth that people will never see in their lifetimes? I think he probably still struggles with happiness. You think so?
0: It's probably he could he could satisfy himself with material wealth or goods or whatever, but mm-hmm. and he could have fake friends.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you don't think he has any real friends? I think he has real friends, but See, I don't think anybody who's like that rich has real friends.
0: Yeah, because they want something from him.
1: Yeah. Like, our, like unless it's, like, someone he grew up with that he's still friends with. Mm-hmm. Then at that point, that's a real friendship, I think. But, like, if he's just a bunch of business execs and everything, mm-hmm. they only hang out with each other because they prop each other up with money. Yeah. You know? I think if he gave back money, he'd have a lot of friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think if he did, you know, like... If he did something actually useful for society, instead of building stupid penis-shaped rocket ships <laughs> yeah. and going barely into space, mm-hmm. you know, like build a library or... Yeah, something cool. Build a art center. Yeah, something free. Something like you the know? poor people can access. <laughs> well, that's the thing. They don't want you to access anything. They want you to keep buying their stuff so that they gain more power over you. So eventually they can just own everything. They just want slaves. Uh, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much what they want. Jeez. And the laws that we have that don't or don't make us slaves are slowly dwindling. Yeah. You know, like labor laws and everything. Mm-hmm. They're trying to make unions not a thing, mm-hmm. which is crazy. It's crazy to me that you can work with somebody who are like, yeah, I don't want to join a union. <laughs> like I get it. You got to pay to be in the union and everything. Yeah, but you get so many benefits. Yeah, like, job security. hmm I hate when people say, like, I used to work with people, and they would leave dirt on the floor instead of cleaning it, right? And mm-hmm. they're like, that's job security.
3: <laughs>
1: like, what is that? That's not <laughs> job security. <laughs> it's always going to be dirty. Yeah. You cannot have cleanliness without dirtiness. hmm You will always have job security as long as you do a good job. Mm-hmm. Or like when people would smoke and then throw their, uh, the cigarette butt on the ground and be like, that's job security (laughs) for you. That's job security. (laughs) Man, people are just weird. I got so mad one day when I used to work at Walmart. Mm -hmm. So I'm sweeping the floor like I normally do, right? Just my normal routine. And it's the beginning of the night, first hour of the night, right? Mm -hmm. And this was the time I believe we were still 24 hours at the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, There were people at the registers and everything, and there was a guy who was holding, like, a bouquet of roses. Yeah. Right? And it was him and I'm assuming wife or girlfriend or something. And they looked so just genuinely happy. And then the dude starts plucking, like, some leaves off of the roses and everything. Mm -hmm. And then just delicately throws them on the floor in front of me. (laughs) Job's cute. He didn't even say anything. (laughs) He did not say a thing. And I was just looking at the floor, like, do you think this is a joke?
3: <laughs>
1: it like, ain't funny. <laughs> like, I now have to, like, I had to sweep there anyway. Mm-hmm. You know? But come on, man. There's a trash can right next to you. Yeah. Or, you know, just leave the leaves on. Mm hmm. People are just weird, man. <laughs> like, I couldn't, I like, I honestly could not believe that he did that. It was craziness to me. Mm hmm. Like, what goes through your mind, like, to make you do that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's another NPC. <laughs> We're back in the Matrix and everything.
0: It's like nowadays where there's, like, this new thing in the in the schools or whatever. <laughs> where kids are trying
1: to smoke in the classroom. Man, that's been a thing. <laughs> I remember being in high school and my friend, he would hide his little pen thingy mm-hmm. in his sleeve. And he'd go, hold it. And then he blow it back into his jacket, so you couldn't see it. It's so, so annoying.
0: <laughs> it is. It is annoying. They think they're they think they're all sly, but like
1: <laughs> I don't think they think they're sly. I think it. They think they're cool. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> you, I don't know. you don't you don't think so? I don't think that's cool. Think that's you don't dumb. think it's cool, but they think it's cool because it's an adult thing, <laughs> and because they're kids. They want to do adult things. In in secret. (laughs) It's so stupid. Well, guess what? Kids and adults are stupid and smart at the same time. Guess what? Life doesn't make sense. (laughs) Oh, man. So, like, if you had a kid Mm -hmm. and he started smoking, let's say around freshman year age. So, what, that's... 13? 13, 14? Yeah, 13, 14. What would you do? Man, I don't know. <laughs> I'd be
0: bad. Like you would be genuinely angry. Yeah, because he's not doing something right. <laughs> well, who's to say it's right? Well, I think he should at least wait till
1: he's, uh, I don't know, 18, I guess. Right, but, but my thing is, like, who's to say it's right for someone to smoke or not? The parents. <laughs> <laughs> In that situation, yeah. Mm-hmm. But do you think cigarettes should become illegal? No, I don't think they should be illegal. So that means they should allow marijuana to be legal? Sure. Across the board, the whole United States federally? Yeah, I guess. So that means they should allow all drugs to be legal? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I know some people, they'll you know, they'll draw a line. Mm-hmm. You know, like if it's a hard drug like meth or cocaine. That's where they draw a line.
0: I think people should have access to everything, but if it's like super hard, then maybe they should be monitored while they're on it or something.
1: Here's the thing for people that are already addicted to that kind of stuff, they should just, I say, fully legalize it. Because the people who are going to kill themselves doing those drugs probably were going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, because the, the, the rate of people who get off those kind of hard drugs is Don't. so low. Yeah that you might as well just let them go for it Mm -hmm. and then there's you know you you have people who do like cocaine and they do it like once a week or they just do it to get like through their job or something Mm -hmm. those people sure yeah if they want to do cocaine it's their life who am i to say i don't think there should be laws against stuff like that yeah those are just dumb ones like i I understand there's certain laws in place you know like you stop at the stop sign so that way people don't hurt and get killed Mm -hmm. you know that makes sense to me. But if someone wants to kill themselves on meth, who am I to stop them? Why should I stop them? Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe morality comes into play there where it's like, well, you should care for your fellow human. And we care for them. Just... I care for him But the thing is, is like you can only care to an extent, mm-hmm. you know, because if you care too much, then you get, you know, too into it. And then when they do that, die, you're like, oh, my whole world is. <laughs> I think it's like you said, they were
0: going to do it anyways. Yeah. Just make it easier for. Them.
1: I was looking into like um uh what is it called the DEA, mm-hmm. you know, Drug Enforcement Agency, and they have it to where um cuz you know how certain uh Native Americans they're allowed to do rituals with psychedelics and everything. Mm-hmm. The DEA has it to where you can submit a form for your religious right to use psychedelics or other drugs. But you have to, you know, actually lay out what that religious practice is and everything. The shitty part is there's no guarantee that they will allow you to do it. Dang. So you could have like a genuine religion with the use of psychedelics, just like Native Americans do with like ayahuasca. I know certain tribes use mm-hmm. it, right? You could have a legitimate one and then you get nothing. <laughs> like I said, I would love to have my own like studio. Because I'm sure there's echoes. Mm. I, I hear it a little. So like soundproof everything. That'd be nice.
0: Oh, have you ever been in a sensory deprivation tank? No. You should. Have you? I've been in one. Really? Mm-hmm. How was that? I didn't feel any different. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think it's because I was
1: expecting something. Oh, I think you're supposed to just go in there and just yeah. like float yeah, and not think. Mm-hmm. And just let everything... It's kind of like shrooms, you know, you just let it come over you. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: yeah. I was expecting something,
1: though, but... You were probably, like, overthinking it and mm-hmm. everything, and then when you got in there, you were disappointed that it wasn't something right away. <laughs> yeah. And then you're just like, well, this was great. So where'd you do it at? There's a place in Vegas. I don't remember the name of it. Mm-hmm.
0: But uh, it was next to a movie theater.
1: <laughs> so did you go watch a movie afterwards? <laughs> no, be- uh, before. Oh, speaking of movies... Mm-hmm. uh We're going to see um, Woman King Oh yeah, uh, on the 25th, I think. Mm -hmm. I think it comes out on the 20th or something like that, but we're going to go see that. It looks interesting.
0: Mm -hmm. I saw the trailer. It looked pretty good. It's
1: based off a true story, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's all. I always like stories that are based on true stuff. Mm -hmm. I hope they do it justice, and I hate when they say based off a true story, and then they like mess up everything and they change everything (laughs) like i was watching uh this one news article about um how they had a uh what do they call it true crime like documentary right Mm -hmm. and so they interviewed uh so a mother died right yeah and a lady killed her i think if i remember right it was a lady that killed her and her daughter did an interview for the documentary of the murder and everything Mm Mm-hmm. And so she basically did the interview because they thought they were going to, you know, show the true story and everything and all that kind of stuff. What they wound up doing is, it's either a movie or a documentary. I can't remember. I think it might be a movie where an actress plays the murderer and or something. Mm-hmm. I think it's Renee Zellweger. Is that oh, her yeah. name? Yeah, that's, that's right. Okay. I, I don't think know she the plays goes. the murderer in it and in the movie... The murderer consoles the daughter when that never happened in real life. Hmm. So to me, that's strange that they would like change that. Let me see if I can find the name of the documentary and movie. How do you spell? R E M E? Zellweger. they Z- right there. There we go. L L, right? <laughs> Z E L L W E G E R. So let's see. Um, 2022. The thing about Pam i think that's the one. Oh, it's new oh yeah it's brand new oh it's a tv show because hmm. this is one season dang but yeah they have like a scene where the murderer consoles the daughter mm-hmm. and everything that never happened in real life and it's like why would you paint this murderer to be in a what a word? hero yeah like <laughs> well not a hero but like what is the word sympathetic yeah sympathetic like that's just strange to
0: me yeah it's like no one's allowed to be evil in Hollywood or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in Hollywood storytelling, mm-hmm. it's like a you're not allowed to make a bad guy.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I remember, because um, you remember the whole Harvey Weinstein thing mm-hmm. and all that when it happened. Yeah. There was like videos cropping up of like people saying in interviews, like saying, if Harvey Weinstein asks you to go back to his place, don't. Yeah. Which is crazy because no one ever said anything back then. They all knew. Mm-hmm. Everyone knew, but no one said anything. It took him. A long and time. how many years has he been doing it, you know? His whole career, probably. It's insane. And Bill Cosby, mm-hmm. you know? That, that one hit me hard because I used to love watching the Cosby show. Yeah. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Icons. Yeah. <laughs> It's like no one in Hollywood's good anymore. I'm pretty sure there's some good ones, but... Well, there's Keanu Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hear he's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Robin Williams was, but now he's gone. gone. He's been gone, what, five years now? Something like that. It's crazy. Depression. That's another thing with time. You know, it's like... So me and... uh, Did you ever watch, like, the um old Nickelodeon game shows? Uh, Some of them. Not too like Like, um, Guts, Double Dare... I think Guts was Nickelodeon. You ever watch any of those? Um, I think if I watched them, I don't remember the names. Oh, okay. Well, uh, me and Arve, we were watching um, a show called Finders Keepers. Mm -hmm. It was in the 80s, I think is when it was filmed. I think the episode we watched was like 1988. Mm -hmm. Man, that was some nostalgia (laughs) watching that. Yeah. It looks so crappy (laughs) on the television too. You could count the pixels and everything. good times what is like one nostalgia thing that you love going back to but you don't go back to it too often so it doesn't you know what I mean because you don't want it to lose its luster yeah it's nostalgic touch
0: um hmm that's kind of hard is it I like going back to those nostalgic things like all the time all the time (laughs) yeah Uh oh I think that means you're living in the past man (laughs) I mean I find new things that I like about them too like about the
1: old things or new things about both oh okay so i'm trying to think still um well what is just one thing you go back to one thing i usually go back
0: to is just uh, like old movies like forrest gump mhm <laughs> yeah i never understood why people like forrest gump oh my god <laughs> i've watched forrest gump so many times my sister refuses to watch it really <laughs> <laughs> yeah wow. she'll she'll walk out of the room with forrest gump's on <laughs>
1: It's a good movie. Is it? I don't really. It's a classic. I don't. I don't understand it. I I don't get the. I don't get what it's trying to say. It's
0: a Tom Hanks. Well, I know it's Tom Hanks. (laughs) He's just you know he's a slow guy, but he's able to make it.
1: I I guess. I mean. (laughs) Yeah. It was ahead of its time. I'll give it that. Mm -hmm. You know. Because now you have what Elon Musk. I think he's considered um i think he's autistic right i think so he's on the spectrum mm-hmm. at least he might not be uh what is it low functioning he's high functioning autistic yeah. i know my
0: brother tells me all that stuff oh he does Mm-hmm. about famous autistic people
1: oh well it's something to look up to for him you know Mm-hmm. something to aspire to
0: yeah i think he just likes what he's doing yeah just hanging
1: out playing video games <laughs> living the life living the dream (laughs) man i don't i don't i wouldn't want to do that though not me either
0: i like to have a goal or something to try and you know
1: well what's the goal right now
0: the goal for this year Mm -hmm. try to get a short story published in a magazine (laughs) that's it
1: that's That's it only one that's the only goal if you go on to um there's a subreddit for um like fantasy world building Mm -hmm. they have a magazine that they put out it's Mm -hmm. a digital magazine but it's still a magazine Mm -hmm. um you can see if you can get published in that yeah i'll see but you want like big time magazine
0: yeah it doesn't matter it doesn't matter as long as it's published and i get paid for it that'd be nice so why don't you start your own magazine
1: (laughs) 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 start my own magazine yeah i don't know man just start like a writer's magazine have articles on how to write or how different people write and then you can have like examples and stuff. Yeah, I mean, maybe. So what's what what is the big goal right now? Not like a this year goal, but like five years from now goal or ten oh, years from now goal. Five years or ten years from now? Probably would have a book published. Okay, yeah. Like actually published, published or self
0: published? Or does oh. it matter? Maybe in like the five years it won't matter, but the ten years
1: probably like published published. Okay. So, you actually want to be picked up by a publishing company and they do everything for you, basically. Yeah, it'd be nice. So, by 10 years, I should ex- expect a book from you. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they say about plans, though? Always changing. <laughs> yeah. You know,
0: the best plan is mm-hmm. no plan.
1: I don't know about that one. <laughs> I, in some situations, yeah. <laughs> you
0: know, I feel like all plans just fall apart.
1: <laughs> well, maybe it's because the. Not, not, not to say anything bad against you, but maybe it's the way you plan them. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need to become a better planner, you know? Yeah. Because, like, even some of my plans, they fall apart. They just crumble right in front of me, and then I have to sit there and, you know, not try, try not to cry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, I don't cry about it. I just, it's just kind of like just going with the flow, right? Mm-hmm. So if you don't make a plan, nothing can go wrong.
1: <laughs> well, you can make a plan and go with the flow. So, like, you can have a plan and then, you know... Stick to it, but then once it changes because, you know, something that's out of your control, then you have to try and go with the flow and stick to the plan. And if that's not possible, then you just kind of go with the flow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty important to try the plan at least, but... It is what it is. <laughs> so what do you think we'll call it here? Um. Yeah, if you want to. Yeah, we can call it here. Okay. <laughs> it sounds good to you? Yeah, I think it sounds all right. Any final words? No. <laughs> any, any like... uh philosophical thing you can say to anybody listening help them up prop them up in their life just keep on trying <laughs> i guess i don't know keep on trying all right <laughs> do your best <laughs> so we, you want to do this again sometime yeah i'll be down to do it again sometime so next time i want to get like the I Ching. oh yeah and, and try then, it and then we can do that ask a question podcast. yeah okay and i'll i'll, I'll write down my ideas so i'm not so brain dead <laughs> <laughs> it's okay don't worry about it <laughs>
0: Man, I had so many ideas, but they all just vanished.
1: Well, next time you can bring like your, I know you said you had like a dream journal, Mm -hmm. drawings, bring anything you want. Anything at all. Okay. All right. So we're going to call it here. All right. (laughs)